Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by the party man himself, pants party, party boy, Pete McCormick. And our guest today is the very special Vinny, Vinny Ravioli, Vinny Traveline. Pete, how we doing, babe? I love ravioli, so I'm ready to get started, Matt. Yeah, don't we all, pal? Don't we all? This is America. Goddamn right we love ravioli. So you can find us on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can follow us on Spotify at The Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. And if you want to get in on all the fun, you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. All right, let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective My voice in society's working perspectives We're exploring your workday and how you get paid Launching new episodes every Tuesday Your day can transform while we inform With episodes available on all podcast platforms Check out our vibe and how we get live Then do us a solid like, share, and subscribe Working Perspectives all right, Pete, let me tell you something, okay? There's two kinds of people in this world, all right? There's people that make a challenge, and then they live up to that challenge. And then there's some other people who make a challenge, and they're fucking scaredy cats, and they don't want to make a date for that challenge, you know? Would these people be jerk beards, Matt? Yeah, Captain Jerkbeard, actually. Captain Jerkbeard. Yeah, Captain oh, Jerkbeard, Captain of the Jerk Express. He's the jerkiest jerk of all the jerks. He's I've heard his word is not his bond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goddamn right. He's no, he's no double P, Peter Pan. That's right. You know what I'm saying? He's a real, he's a real hook, that guy. He's a hooker, if anything. He's a fucking stunad who pirates. He's a pirate. That's for damn sure. And he's That's pirated right. on my show. And he said he stole the rights to my show. He's a thief and a pirate and a scumbag, and he's a scaredy cat, and he doesn't want to face me on the court, on the Mario Kart court, to figure out once and for all who has the rights to the show. And it's my show. So, obviously, I'll win because I'm the best. Matt, I have a quick quote from Jerkbeard right now. Meow, meow. Oh, (laughs) it seems like he's a scaredy cat. (laughs) That's a scaredy cat quote if I've ever heard one near babe. Yeah, man. He's uh yeah, he's a total scaredy cat running for his life. He's hiding in the woods. No one can find him. No one's heard from him. And uh frankly, frankly, he's an insult. He's an insult to uh to jerk beards everywhere, and he's an insult to pirates in general. So, all right. But either way, enough about pansies who are too scared to make a date to lose the rights to the show that they stole from their brother. Matt, no big don't deal. forget, pansies actually stand up. So he's not even a pansy? Not even a pansy. Man, he, he's a, what, what do you call him, a, a whomping willow. Yeah, yeah. He's a That's total, it. yeah, he's a sunflower. That guy, <laughs> you know. He's a, yeah, he's a freaking tulip. Tom, yeah. yeah. Asshole the tulip, huh? Yeah. <laughs> So either way, uh, enough about asshole pirates named Jerkbeard. 
Uh, we're moving on. So let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you about this one. All right, Peter Hosen. So we got we got a champion amongst men on the show today. He's a champion. All right, I like champions. Right? We love champions on this show. So uh, there's a certain thing. Do you remember the show? Uh, I think it was Double Dare, maybe, where they had the physical challenge. Oh, hell yeah. Physical oh, challenge, yeah. right? Physical so, challenge, baby. This guy, he's he's actually won a physical challenge, and it's a mental challenge, and it's really a life challenge. So okay, uh, I've talked before about how I work at the uh, the bar called Graham's Pub, Land of the Free, Home of the Brave. Right? Are they related to the Graham Cracker family, Matt? They are not, unfortunately. Okay, uh, that's an. I, I think Graham Crackers were invented by someone from England. If I'm right, I believe they were. That's invented- bullshit. I think they're invented during World War II as like a, that is a uh, Catholic cracker. If I've ever seen one, you son of a bitch. <laughs> is it really? I have no idea. Could well, they? we'll find out. We'll find out. So uh, this, but either way, so Graham's Pub, Land of the Free, Home of the Brave, uh, is owned by this very nice family, right? And it's a great family. It's a big, huge family. Something you nothing know, to do with crackers whatsoever. Nothing. No crackers nowhere. Right. Absolutely gotcha. not. Yeah. So Just they, straighten that out. Right. I mean, everyone's confused, right? You name it, you name, you think you name a pub, Graham's pub, you think it'd be after your favorite cracker. You know, it's not like we're going to saltines every week, right? Yeah. When I go to Twinkie hotel, I know exactly what I'm getting into. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you damn right. You do. So either way. So uh, I worked there and on Easter, I used to work there on Easter. Right. And what the big family that owned Graham's did is on Easter, they would have their big family Easter dinner there. And let me tell you, I've been there, and these people are Italian, okay? So when ah. they're Italian, they know a little something about the food and the makings of it and all that schmutz. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. It was, and it's, uh, I showed up to work early on that day because, uh, you know, old Uncle Matty was hungry, and I wasn't missing out on the goods. <laughs> so... I got, so uh, I went there particularly on this one day, right? And you have to imagine the amount of food, Pete. Like you have to think there's a pool table. They would cover the pool table. Pool table's completely filled with food. And there's like tiers of food, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a back bar, back bar completely filled with food, right? There's another table that's just for the bread and like a salad, you know. Just the bread table. Yeah, just the bread. Yeah, uh, just the bread right. and one salad that no one ate table right look i judge restaurants based on the quality of their butter so you better have a good butter spread to go with that bread yeah you better believe it pal all right it was pretty (laughs) damn good so uh and then they'd have another table just for desserts i'm not gonna lie old uncle maddie's got a sweet tooth love me some desserts love me some desserts oh yeah so either way they have a specific part of all the food designated to one thing their pns raviolis right pns Not, yep p p and s i'm saying everyone knows oh, oh p okay and yeah s. yes so these very, aren't angry raviolis they're not no. like irrationally like going after you for things right. you did like a week ago these are just normal <laughs> yeah. raviolis yeah they don't have all this like animosity stored up from you from two months ago when you didn't yeah. do something that you were asked to do and then you eventually did do but you didn't think of them not asking you to do it, and they had to ask you, and that's why they were mad that you Remember did. in 2016 when, like, you took the IOC, but I was feeling sick, and I need the IOC? It's like, shut up, Ravioli. That's, yeah, that yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. Hey, Ravioli, you thought you were only supposed to last for five days. It's been two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get over <laughs> it. You know? Jeez. But either way, uh, so P and S, Ravioli, 
these I've had these raviolis, and um, well, the person who made them should be given all the awards that can be given, and uh, they should basically. I mean, you know, they're a hero. If anything, they're a hero. Oh yeah, hero amongst men. And these raviolis are delicious, but they're also jumbo and they're monstrous, right? So uh, they did a thing in this family where they had a contest to see who could eat the most. And Pete, I remember, I believe when we were in high school, didn't you win a chicken nugget eating contest? Was that you? Or was it a, uh, a I think. I, I came in second in a wing eating contest at Giuseppe's. Mm-hmm. I got to about 100. Somebody else got 115, but they were on performance enhancing drugs, Matt. Right. They, uh, they yeah. smoked the drug cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were smoking yeah. those dirty cigarettes that gave them the advantage. And you were, you were eating clean. You know, exactly. I, was, clean, I was clean. You got screwed. So if anything, well, their their title was stripped from them. So you you did you did win. All right. Because you you're hope, not a yeah. cheater. You know, you hope so. You're not Peter the cheater. OK, I'll tell you I'm that. Not, no. So either I'm way, uh, our guy, Vinny Ravioli here, he sits down and it's in one sitting. You have to eat this in one sitting. You can't get up. You can't walk it off. You can't shake it out. You can't stretch it up. You know, you're there. You're yeah. sitting there one seating. Right, he powered down thirty nine PNS raviolis. It's still a record. Bullshit! No way! That's it's true. not possible, man. It's one hundred percent true. I witnessed it. I was there. It, did I he laid... drain the raviolis of the cheese beforehand? It was just the shell, right? No, no. There was no sauce, though. No, not a sauce. A look at sauce in sight. There was sauce, and it was this. This these raviolis extra stuffed jumbo. Yeah. Extra stuff. Right, I'm going to have to get into my Graham's Book of World Records and, and, yeah. and make sure that this is legit. This, I mean, it is. You know, I verified it. And it was, honestly, it was astonishing. I've seen a couple amazing things happen. Uh, I saw the birth of my child. Uh, I saw you beat that kid at Upper Perk when we won that match that we talked about on your episode. That's and we true. talked about That's several true. times again. That was a great moment. Um, I saw the one time that, or no, I guess this is probably like 500 times that I beat asshole in Mario Kart, you know? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So those were all great, great moments, you know, they're shining star moments. And they're up there with Vinny eating 39 PNS raviolis. It was, it was something astounding. It was a feat. It's a feat amongst men. It is. You know, it's a feat. It is. It's like climbing Kilimanjaro, you know, fucking Vesuvius. That 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 is a feat, and I like that it's divisible by three too, because that's my favorite number. So that makes it even more impressive. <laughs> yeah. He could have gone for forty and showed off, and I would have been like, "That nah, doesn't even matter." But no, three and a nine, oh baby, yeah, those you are some sweet numbers all day, baby. Dividing that by uh-huh. three, three ways from Sunday, loving it. So you add another three in front of that, you get sixty nine, Matt. That's the sex number. Whoa, Pete, who told you that? Uh, maybe a nun. Were you, do you hear maybe, from that yeah. priest again? Yeah. Maybe a babysitter. Maybe my wife. Who knows? Maybe it was YouTube Kids. Who knows where I found it out? Right. It's all over the place. That stuff. So either way, uh, he's doing great. He's living the life. He's working. He's working a job that he loves. He just lost a ton of weight. He's looking great. Haven't seen him look better. I'm so happy to have him on the show and get to be able to talk to him. Uh, before we bring him in, Vinny, I just wanted to ask, have you seen the movie Bohemian Rhapsody? And if yes, what'd you think of that piece of shit movie? I did not see it. It sounds like it was a piece of shit movie, but I did not see it. <laughs> that was a hell of an introduction. I mean, 
Hey, you lived up to it, brother. How you been, man? I'm trying. I'm trying. Any better I'd be you. I mean, that's a, that's hey, a whole hey. so I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. My old man used to say when someone asked, like, how he was doing, he said, any better, they'd have to lock me up. That's <laughs> like, it. Any, any better, I'd be nervous. Any better, I'd be you. Yeah. Dude, that's great. So how's things going, man? You good? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm thrilled to be on. Um, that was, Happy I mean, imagine. I'm like, I'm, um, I'm enthused. I'm excited. I'm kind of um, flattered about the, the introduction. There was a nice 10-minute introduction about the 39 ravioli. Hey. Uh, it is a true story. It did happen. It was yeah. one sitting. Yeah, take a lot of pride in it. It was um, it was incredible. It was it was yeah, a it was a, yeah. heavier heavier days, but yeah, it was. I I, I still, put them down. So. Still, you know, like that we had talked about this on the on a previous episode, uh, where like I feel like hereditarily you have to be built to accomplish certain things, right? Yeah, and no you were hereditarily you were built for thirty nine oh, well, yeah. PNS. I believe it was Vince Lombardi put it best when he said, uh, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Yes. Big yeah. Lombardi guy too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it was, e- eating, eating was kind of just, uh, it's part of the culture. It's part of, it's part of just, you know, how we were raised. It was just yeah. macaroni every night. Yeah. Um, and it just, at the time we were young holidays, you just, you just eat until you can't move, you eat until you can't breathe. Did you? So did, did your family, were they the Italian family that called marinara sauce gravy? We talk. What do you mean? Yeah, of course. Well, we don't talk about that. Not a not. I don't know. It's a question. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. No, it's not. It wasn't until I was about like 15 or 16, I realized Montanab was the same thing as marinara. Oh. It's just we, everyone else is saying it wrong. Oh, he's coming with real stuff. He's like, yeah. he's like, no, what do you mean gravy? No, we got marinara. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. We always call it a gravy, but if, see, my, people don't understand. Marinara is just without the meat. People don't, people don't get it. Gravy, wow. gravy. Marinara is, is when your mom. If you're in a rush, my mother cooked every night. But if you weren't doing gravy on a Sunday, if it was like a Wednesday and it was just a real quick, kids are going out to baseball practice, not Just red pepper, little little bit of this, little bit of that. Red. It was still gravy, but it's not not. It ain't. It ain't Whoa. crazy. Yeah. Man, yeah, you need to get those kids some starch and some yeah. sugar. Yeah. yeah. You know, come on. It's, it's, there's levels to Damn. There's levels it. I'll tell you. I mean, I will say this. So uh, whole life thought I was uh, half German, half Irish. Uh, found out. My mom did the 23 and me thing, found oh, out, geez. found out that she's not German. She's actually Italian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, we about, did the same thing. I, I thought I was like half German, half Irish English. And it turns out I'm all Irish English. There's not a German drop in my blood. Yeah. So apparently, uh, well, apparently uh, grandmom was telling a fib we'll say yeah. <laughs> because because my aunts and uncles are german but not my mom just saying so oh, what ethnicity was the mailman yeah oh, yeah I mean, well i don't that's, uh, that's a lot to unpack here on a podcast want to get yeah. into it or? i mean we, we, we eventually will my my yeah. mom, my mom told me she's like, I'm not gonna listen to your show. I'm you, you talk dirty. <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to your show. Yeah, I, I didn't like want to drop dirty talk. F- yeah, I didn't yeah. want to drop any f bombs because I'm I'm pretty certain my my mother's gonna listen to this. So it's all right. Got it. hey. I'm trying my best to keep it clean, but you know, it's, we've been. It's, well, I'll tell you go. what, me and Pete have talked about this where we want it. Like we're we're hilarious. However, we talk, you know, no doubt. But no doubt. Uh, you know, it is tougher to keep it clean just because we're the guys. It's the guys here. We're talking about the, the guys. Boys. You're the chopping boys, it up. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. But it is tougher to be funny when you're keeping it clean. I will say that. But hey, if your mom's oh. listening to it, then you know, Matt Owen, we'll keep it clean. You know Look, sometimes I, keeping it clean, like bring like then we get innuendos, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's where sixty nine came from. Someone made that funny, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. It used to be just a number. Now it's a way of life. So we, uh, but I will say this, when I, I worked at this restaurant for a long time and Pete knows it called Vinny T's. It was an Ardmore. It was like this oh, Italian yeah. place. And all the time we would get like Italian, like Italian families would come in and they would be like, look, well, we're going to start with a Galamad. Then we're going to get the man of God, And then we're going to get the mozzarella. And I'm like, Hey buddy. Whoa. Hey, whoa. We're all speaking English here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it's also Vinny T's with the biggest plates in the world. It's like, yeah, all right. You're going to be in a fucking coma by the time you're through the uh, appetizers. Yeah. yeah it's like a, a different language. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. It was the best, but yeah. So nice. All right. So well, good, man, dude, I'm happy to have you on and we've been texting all day. I've been, fuck, we've been buzzing for this episode. Can't wait yeah, to get into like it. it. Definitely. So, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So I wanted to get started real quick with the new hot segment, Hitting the Streets. We're talking about memory lane. Where do these bizarre memories come from? So in English, if you say this is lame, when you're describing something, uh, what you are saying is that it's not cool. It's not awesome. Uh, it's not interesting. Now that's lame as in not cool. Like, you know, an asshole that makes a challenge and doesn't live up to it. Not yeah. cool, right? Lame, <laughs> L-A-M-E. So uh, right now we're going to bring up a topic from the 90s. We're going to discuss it. And then we're going to vote and see if it's still totally radical tubular or if it's lame city. So uh, Vincenzo, since you are the guest, it is, the, it is tradition that you will bring up the first memory of lame topic so what do you got buddy i came up with a real good one i think it's going to come full circle with, with like the pod yep. and everything that right. the podcast is about i thought long and hard about it yeah um it is a television show now it dipped into the early 2000s but the heart of it was in the 90s it's i, I believe um it was like 93 to 04 but it was the spinoff of what some say is one of the greatest sitcoms ever in cheers it is Frasier. i know where he's going with oh and, yeah oh, I mean, am i in the room with two Frasier guys because if i am oh, i'm even more excited but Frasier. When you ask me the question about what something that, you know, is still around, if it's from the 90s, is in the heart of the 90s, is it still cool, is it lame? I'm going Frasier. I got it being very cool. I got it being a, a slept-on television show, and I'm going to go down and say it's the greatest spinoff ever. So, Ooh, Vinny, I, I, I might have a little mind fuck for you a little bit. How old are you right now? I'm, I'm, oh God, I'm 29. I'm, I'm going to be 30 in six months. Dude, I'm, oh, you're 36. Oh, you're baby. Never mind. You're I wouldn't give I'm, anything not to be 30 right now. I'd I'll any, tell you yeah, that. I'd, I'd give anything to not be 30 in six months, but I, uh, I can't figure it out. So. Dude, I'm telling you what, when you, when you turn 30, you're going to hit a goddamn wall, brother. And that's yeah. the truth. Yeah. You're going to wake oh, up yeah. and be like, why, why did everything just stop working today? What it's happening. Like, <laughs> yeah. Back hurts for just no reason. Hangovers are brutal. Oh, hangovers. Dude, are hangovers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, a three-day affair now. It's the worst. Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing, you know? So, Pete, what was your – what's the mind fuck? So, so me and Matt are getting close to 36, but in the first season of Frasier, Frasier oh. is 38. 
which made me realize like holy shit like me and that oh are like God. yeah we're <laughs> yeah I mean, we're I'm old. like I really don't have my shit together like <laughs> no we're really old yeah Frazier had a blooming practice at this time and we're just yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went into a radio show because his practice was you know he got he kind of got bored of it I guess yeah. you could say he was looking for something else I will say this and I'm happy that it happened because I think he's a phenomenal actor but I think it's David Hyde Pierce was the brother oh yeah right? that yes, was that yeah. was uh, Niles Niles oh he would steal Dude, the show great. let the fans he know was... we didn't go ahead sorry I didn't cut you off no do your thing we didn't we didn't prep this I, I was I, this was a shot in the dark I didn't know you guys were afraid of your guys this is, hey. this is this is awesome I'm a good yeah, TV guy show. yeah yeah Razor's excellent. Slept on. People people forget about it, unfortunately. Well, and like you said, like like that guy Niles might be the funniest character in TV history. His neuroticism, like it was like everyone likes a Big Bang Theory, but he was so much better than, than the Big oh Bang Theory guy and the precursor. He, I forget the guy's name from Big Bang. I don't watch enough of it. Um Sheldon, that's it. I've seen the episodes. Yep, yeah. He, I mean Niles was Sheldon before Sheldon existed. Um, I, I, me and my brothers, we, we always go over like top five, like everything we do top. It's just what we do. But top five yeah. TV characters, Niles is in there. Like he's got, he's got a spot for the rest of the time as a Dude, round it out. Who, who's your top five? Round out your oh, top hit five. us, hit us with the top five. Uh, I, I've done this. If I do, are we doing just TV or movies too? Cause movies kind of just sitcoms, pure sitcoms. If we're doing, if we're doing just sitcoms, I, you know, Larry David, after he's like my number one in curb. It's just, uh, he's uh, yeah, yeah. He's genius. Uh, Michael Scott's got to be in there. Yeah, I got Niles, okay. Niles Crane, of course. Um, Doug, Doug Heffernan, shout out Doug Heffernan. He's going in there. All right, yeah, little King of Queens um, action. Yeah, and you know what? I'll 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 round it off. I, I, this is tough. You're not I'll putting Robert, Jerry in there. You're not putting. Jerry? I'll go Robert. I'll go Robert Barone. I'm a I'm a huge Robert Barone guy. Oh, Robert Barone. Barone. All right. Love, Who's love Robert man? Barone? There's Who's my Robert Barone? Everybody loves Raymond. Oh. Raymond's brother. Raymond's oh brother. yeah, dude. The that big, dude. big dopey, yeah. like he, he's the police oh, officer. What, what about what about George Costanza? Can't stand you. Uh, I mean, Can't Seinfeld's great. You. I mean, I'm a I'm I'm a more of a curb guy. I'm not going to get into um, you know yeah, somebody sure. older heads going to kill right. me for saying like, oh, Seinfeld's not. I'm not even. It's better. It, yeah, Seinfeld, curb is so. Wrong. I went back because I I got like you know my older brother, my older cousins, like all their boys, like they love Seinfeld. So I went back and I really tried to get into it, and it's it's phenomenal. It's genius. Um, but I don't know. I'm just, I, I feel like I missed the boat. I'm a little it, younger. I, I love the office. I love yeah. Raymond. I love, I love King of Queens. I feel, and then, I feel, yeah. I'm rewatching Curb for the third time. Curb is just, I feel I, I like too, like you have to think like, like, let's say Seinfeld is like, you know, you're smoking pot. Right. But yeah, when you definitely. get into Curb, you're shooting up the hard stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. I like there's, that, no, yes. there's no going yeah. back. Absolutely. <laughs> you're episodes about like nothing, but also things you can relate to. Curb is just like you're ripping lines off a co- coffee table. And yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Look, George, George is a great character, but compared to Richard Lewis or Super Dave Osborne, oh, it's tough to beat those two guys. Oh I mean, Marty Punkow's there. I mean, they're just the Dude. list goes on. It's, the it's first time out. I saw that show, all I heard was that voice. I'm like, that's fucking Super Dave. I'm like, what is it? Saturday morning? I was getting flashbacks. I was getting all yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah, no, Cur- Curb is just it's, it's absolute gold. It's unbelievable. So yeah, Curb's yeah, phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. Can't say that enough. That's a fucking classic every time. So all right. So well, we we were talking about Frazier. So I'll tell you what. This too, Niles was great, but the dad too was mm. he had like. Dynamite drop. Did you guys ever watch the Drew Carey show at all? I'm so that's what I was actually hoping little, for. Very little. Oh, I, oh, I love Drew Carey. So that was I was yeah. hoping for. With, 
So because Oswald and Lewis are my other ones. They're kind of like Niles. They're like the perfect uh, side character. Ryan Styles is dude. That, that guy is next level genius. Even on like who's Bader is, is, is the other guy. Is that? Yeah, oh, right. that's he, he just passed away like two that's or three Oswald, years. Yeah. What? Dude, yeah, no, no, they're both a lot. No, I'm talking about Frazier's father you were talking about, right? Oh, 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 oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah he did pass away. You're right. Yep, yep, yep. No, we were talking about – John so, Mahoney was his name, and he did pass away. Yeah. We were talking That's about right. uh, on on Drew Carey's show, the Oz, it was Oswald and Lewis. Lewis. Right? Yeah. yeah. Lewis so, was uh, Ryan Stiles, and Oswald was Diedrich Bader. And he's okay. a guy that's like – he was uh, he was like, this is my – bow to your sensei, right? He's that yeah. guy. <laughs> he's been, he's been yeah, in a he, ton of stuff. He's yeah. the guy in Napoleon Ryan Dynamite that does Rex Quando. He's yes, the guy in all this space that says, yeah. turn on channel Grab my nine. Arm, You're yeah. doing the boob exam. Like, you know, like, he's that guy. Yeah. Grab my arm, the other arm, my yeah. other arm. Yeah, yeah. the other. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yes. Yeah. I feel like one of the things, I mean, gosh, it is crazy because like movies will be quoted, I think, more than TV shows. But like, there's some mm-hmm. TV show like if you, because I guess there's just so many one-liners in the TV shows that are oh, yeah. sure. top notch. But Frazier, man, I'll tell you what, but that just shows your intellect as well, because Frazier was the thinking man's comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> not so much slapstick, but was it was good. Well written. Uh, it was slapstick. I was thinking it was all slapstick. It was just the pretense behind it. Because that was Niall's whole thing was like screwing everything up. You know what true, I mean? Like, yeah, getting, yeah, you're right. True. I like Frazier better than Cheers. I know like I, you talk to like my parents or like people their age, like Cheers was the, the hottest thing ever. Um, and again, same thing. We're young, we're younger, so I wasn't watching Cheers while it was on. I went back on Netflix, watched all Cheers. Cheers is great. Um, but Dude, Frank, you know, I mean, I could binge that all night. It's unbelievable. Dude, do you know who steals the show in Cheers? George went. Norm. You know. Yeah, what I mean? um, oh, definitely. <laughs> Him and and uh, Rhea Perlman's good. They're absolutely. all coach. Well, Cheers, coach, yeah, coach. Cheers that, oh, coach is great. Coach is yeah. coach is another one. But Cheers sets sets that foundation of like a sitcom where it's like. Yo, we're not going to focus on three guys. We're going to have like ten different characters. That's, yeah. that's yeah. all this, in essence. We're going to have ten different characters, and they're all yeah. going to carry the show. Also, too, talk about a young Ally Sheedy, huh? You know, whatever. Mm. Oh yeah, to her. Jeez. big fan, big fan. Yeah, how about it? Yeah, what Dude, did happen to her? She was like the hot, like there's hot chicks from the '80s. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that, like hit the hit the top of the charts there. You know, before you went into like the Kathy Irelands of the early '90s, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ali Sheedy, you know, she was look who's talking, right? Look who's talking. Yeah, I think it's are you yeah. thinking of Ali Sheedy or are you thinking of uh Kirsten uh Kirsten oh, no, Alley? Kirsty Alley. Kirsty Alley. Kirsty Alley. You're right. So let's take that back. So you know so what you're else? thinking of the blonde chick from Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Ali Sheedy's the breakfast club, right? She's the uh the chick that puts the the sugar on her sandwich. I guess when I yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, you're probably right. That's another classic Breakfast Club. Fucking love. Okay, it. you guys just stumbled into my wheelhouse. Eighties and nineties sitcoms and I teenage did. movies. I love. I'll tell you what. I kind of modeled my behavior after Judd Nelson and Breakfast Club for a long time because he was oh, the yeah. fucking man. <laughs> um, all right, so. Okay, so we've deliberated enough, so let's get a vote. So we're going to vote rad or lame. So, Vinny, since you brought it up, what is your vote on Frazier? I, I think we're going to sweep the board here three for three. I, I got rad, dude. I'm yeah. going rad. Peter Hosen, your thoughts? I'm going I'm going hardcore rad, baby. I love Frazier. 
Yep, we're going to round it out with what's known as a yeah. Mondo Rad. All right. So right. let's not forget what a looker Daphne was back in the day. Ooh. Top sitcom uh, eye candy. Dude, I'll tell you what. That's like, I'll tell you, like, the uh, the sitcom eye candy thing. Like, if you look like the Kaylee Cuocos of nowadays, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. And obviously Friends was like all eye yeah. candy. Cross that, was the yeah, that was the That was the, oh, yeah. We can't bring this up without, like, talking about, like, uh, Leah Remini. From- oh, Leah oh, Remini. Oh. Seasons, oh, seasons like one through four. I mean, dude, oh, forget it. Bro. I know, yeah. dude. Like, young like they, they took Fran Drescher and, and they the made her hotter. And yes, dude. like five dude. to eight, kind of goes missing. Like, like towards the end of the show, she makes a comeback, and it's like, whoa, yeah, dude. Leah Big, Romini, oh, huge fan. That yeah, was she dude. actually had a little. She had a little part on Saved by the Bell. Like she was the chick. Yeah, on the she beach. did. Yes, when they, and, yeah, when they did the the the, the beach season. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. was the, own, the owner of, like, the She was Beach Kelly Star. Kapowski. She was right. like, all right. Yes. Oh, Dude. man. I can't, I'm, I'm watching Save by the Bell after this. That, that episode is iconic. <laughs> Dude, Leah, Leah Ramini was... And let's not forget the little old school. Is it cold out, Bernard? And we're like, Will Ferrell shrieking. Total babe. Why do I, I need to take a class? Bernard should take the class. The man's orally challenged. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was, I'll tell you what, when I was talking about this before, it, like, I think like, it, I don't think there's been a funnier movie since Step Brothers, since it came out, Dude, right? Like, I don't, but like, that was leading, the end of yeah, uh, well, like leading up to it, Old School came out. That was like the funniest yeah. movie. Then I think Wedding Crashers had a little yeah. something. Right, sure. Napoleon Diamond, Anchorman, like all that was there. Forty year old yeah. virgin, like they were all like, kind of coming. Yeah, up. they were all there. They weren't as funny. Old school was a fucking game changer. Old school yeah. was oh, yeah. so funny. And then, but then when Step Brothers hit the streets, fucking forget about it. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I love Step Brothers. That was kind of not that it's the end of Will Ferrell, but movies obviously we, we probably will all agree are not as funny as yeah. they were. Maybe no. we're just getting older or whatever it is. Yeah, but that was yeah. He still has his moments, but that was like yeah, that was that. Incredible. Oh, it was pure. And it was all him. And, and yeah, that uh, was, it was yeah. great. That was a laugh it, a second for sure. I feel like the hang like, if you want to talk about like, line, lines that hang on forever, Catalina wine mixer is a line that will go on for another 30 <laughs> oh, years. There's so it's many the lines. Fucking like, Catalina yeah. wine mixer. Yeah. Good night, Mr. Doback. Like, there's so yeah. many. <laughs> You have to call me Mr. Doback. Okay, Doback. You can yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God. So he's like, is, it, is it our when he's telling them they're getting divorced? He's like, This is this our fault? And he's like, it's 110% his fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Even oh, Elf, man. too. Elf's up there. He was so good. Sure, sure. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right. That was another <laughs> rousing segment of Memory Lane. For all you listeners out there, if you'd like to send in your memory link suggestions, hit us on the Twitter at WorkingPod or on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, or you can email us at WorkingPerspectives at gmail.com. All right, so let's keep it moving. So we got a lot to talk about today about old Vinny Ravioli. So just to get a little backstory, our boy Vinny Ravioli here, he was born in Chestnut Hill, grew up in the hard Knoxborough. And he did Catholic school K through 12. Now, I want people to know this. So uh, Roxborough is considered a part of the city of Philadelphia. And this is how it goes in the city of Philadelphia. When you're in the suburbs, right, the public schools in the suburbs of Philadelphia are really good. So the Catholic schools are kind (laughs) of eh. 
right? <laughs> but when you're in the city of Philadelphia, the oh, public yeah. schools are bleh, and the Catholic schools are they're they're you know they're doable, right? So when someone goes to Catholic school in the city, it's not they're not Catholic. Mo- like they could be. There are some Catholics that went. But a we lot got of a few times, Catholics. Yeah, there's a few. But a lot of times they went there because the public school system is just such shit. Get these dirty Protestants every once in a while sneaking in. Yeah, how about it? Kick those bastards to the curb. <laughs> Freaking Bushmills drinking sons of bitches. So, but Vinny here was one of those that he didn't want to go to the public schools in Philadelphia. And honestly, no one can blame him. Absolutely no one. So uh, he went to the Catholic school. So... Uh, and we've talked about this on the show before. The PCL is the Philadelphia Catholic League, right? And that is a legit league. Like when you're a college scout, right, and a pro scout, you're every one of them checks out the PCL for talent just because it's so full of talent. So there's D1 talent. That's where Notre all Dame over. does all their recruiting is all the Catholic schools throughout the country. That's why they were such a powerhouse was because the Catholic leagues were so good for, for such a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. So uh, Vinny did like his grade school at like a normal grade school, but then he ended up going to high school at Roman, right? So Ah. Roman, and I want to talk about this because this is something that's fascinating to me is that I've never been to an all boys school and Roman is an all boys school. Now I've talked to a guy, uh, he's friends with asshole. I know him. Um, his, name's, his, his name's Mike <laughs> McAteer. I don't even fucking want to mention his name on the show, but I guess I have to. But either way, that twat waffle was a teacher at at Roman. And I asked him, like, what is it like teaching at Old Boys School? And he said it was fucking awesome because it's all guys. So there's no drama. Like, you're, like, flipping off kids and yelling, fuck you, and, like, all this stuff. Like, just doing, <laughs> He's like, like no matter how many kids shit. you molest, they never turn you in. It's crazy. Like, yeah. you just keep touching them <laughs> yeah. and touching them. Yeah. No matter how many dingles you dangle, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no one's ran you out. But either way, so. We might uh, want to cut his name out, Matt, but. Uh... <laughs> no, uh, his name is Michael Francis McAteer from New Britain, Pennsylvania. Uh, okay. So either way. It. Vinny never touched the kid he didn't teach. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah, he was only touching the kids he was teaching. He called it teaching and touching. All right, the old touch and teach. So, Vinny, what was it like going to an all boys Catholic school? Talk to me. I loved it. I, I, you know, it sounds cliche, like oh, they were the best four years of my life. But really, anyone listening that that went to Roman, which majority of my friends or family uh, that will be listening went there, they know it. It's it's special. Um, I and live in Rochester. I know Roman is, is a big thing. Like Romans is the, is the boys' yeah. school here. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's where everyone. I mean, that's where majority of the people go. No one actually goes to Rochester. So like Roman, Roman has you know it's fed throughout Rochester, South Philly, Northeast. They're like the big three, and then you know you get like the Fishtown, the Fort Richmond kids. But majority of the kids are coming from. Oh, you guys get you get kids coming in from out the, that far away. Sure, absolutely. I mean, look, if I had to do like a pie chart for you, Rochester is a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. Just with everyone from Rochester is going, but it's a big South Philly presence, a big Northeast presence. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then you get a couple of random spots, but Northeast, Fishtown, and Port Richmond still feed a lot of kids. Because yeah. I'm originally from the Northeast, and I know, and like that, like up there it was like North Catholic Judge, and I know like Fishtown had their own schools, but I know North Catholic closed, but uh, yeah. North Catholic Judge and Ryan were the big three. And then when I was there, it was when like things were getting smaller. We, we, you know, we saw a lot of Northeast kids coming there. Coming yeah, to Rome. It's crazy. Yeah. You meet all these kids from South Philly, Roman and Roxford. We're all the same. We just have like maybe one thing different about each other. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, and they all say gravy time. instead of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of similarities, but no. But Roman was the, the best four years of my life, and the old guy thing that was always something that was like questioned, or if you yeah. if you don't go if you, if you don't know you don't know. And there's I mean that there's people that never did it that don't yeah. understand like how how'd you look at girls or you didn't you didn't want to be around girls like. Dude, when you're yeah, in, like, grade, I'm in the city of 1.6 million people, I can find fucking girls. Yeah, yeah. we had to do. We had a, we had our sister school, Hallahan, right down the street. Like, you know, any day, like Tuesdays, everyone, anyone listening, those Roman, you get out early on a Tuesday, you would go down to Hallahan and wait for the girls to get out. And Wednesdays, all the all the cows down at Hallahan would get out early on a Wednesday. <laughs> did you, wait, wait, did you just call them all the cows? Edit that out. That's just not. That's fired here at the work podcast. <laughs> All the, all the anyway, that chick was 100% pure pig. So uh, let's get yeah. back to the broadcast. All the, all, yeah, all the swines just headed out of Allen and they the came on down. All the young ladies. We threw nickels at them, and they would show us their knickers. It was crazy. Yeah. That's why they called <laughs> them nickels, actually. They would come down and wait for us. I mean, they, they would come down and wait. The carts that were outside of Roman, like the breakfast carts, usually dominated that day because all the girls would come around and wait for us to get out. Oh, baby. Um, that's, that's how it was. So you, if you need to meet a girl or be with a, you know, do what you may or whatever you can think of. You, you would you would do it after hours. And then during school, it was about the boys. It was about, I don't know, you know, busting stones and shooting yeah. shit and ha- having fun. I swear to God, it was it was the best four years. Dude, because really I, like, I would – like, there's no, like, catty bullshit, right? Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, hey, let's fucking mm-hmm. – like, everyone's just fucking around, doing dumb shit. You're saying stupid yeah. jokes. Like, yeah, no, no time to be like, yeah. Yeah, no time yeah. to be a bitch about anything. Like, you know, you, you have to become, become a man pretty quickly. Like, freshman year, you understood, like, here's the deal. This is how things go. Yeah. Get in line and, you know, shape up or think? shape out. And I, I would, I'm going to say 99%. That might be tad high, but I'm going to go with 99% of anyone I know, related to, been with, friends with, went to school with, loved their experience at Roman. There's, there's maybe like one, one jerk off every four years that like leaves and hates it, but yeah. whatever. You know? Yeah, well, they're fucking stunads anyway. So, yeah, yeah, greatest school in the country. So, so okay, so let's talk about this though. So, like we said, you grew up in Roxborough, and this yes, is one thing. Way, that a lot- I want to correct because you said Chestnut Hill, it's Chestnut Hill Hospital. I don't want anyone listening being like, "Was this oh. kid from Chestnut Hill and he moved to Roxborough?" Not well, no, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You were born in Chestnut sorry, Hill yeah. Hospital and grew up in Roxborough. You're right. I'm That's sorry. It, yeah. So, yeah, so (laughs) you're in Roxborough, right? And people don't know this. And I found this out when I lived in Roxborough, but baseball in Roxborough is massive. Like everyone plays baseball. They have like this thing called the 21st Ward is where all the baseball fields are at. And then they have like Mm -hmm. another big field that's on uh, Henry Avenue, right? Like there, it's a big, big deal. Then there's like pro baseball players that have come out of Roxborough and things like that and stuff. So a lot of people, like it's, it's a big thing, like the parents get involved and it, I don't know if it's still the same, but it it used to be like an honor to be like a little league coach, you know, like, sure, yeah, they took a lot of pride in the baseball there. So you came up in that baseball program. And I remember when I was in Lansdale, like we would have a lot of tournaments with the guys from Roxborough, like we would play you guys and stuff like that. And like, you know, it was just like, you know, you guys are just normal guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, you could tell like you guys wanted to be and were most of the time like next level. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. you're no, always a lot, good team. A lot of grit. There, I'll, I'll use the word grit. Um, yeah. A lot of passion for baseball. You know, and, and, and you know, again, anyone listening who's going to be from Roxborough, um, you know, not everyone was an all-star. Not everyone was a stud. Not everyone was a great baseball player. Actually, majority of us went to high school and found that either A, we couldn't play, B, we weren't good enough. See, we couldn't throw as hard as the other kid that was from wherever. Yeah. But it's 
it's something we we started doing at a young age. And no matter who you were, even even the kids that didn't like baseball and ended up quitting by the time they were 13, you played. And it was just, yeah. you know, this neighborhood never really produced as many great basketball players or football players. It has them, but yeah. the the uh, the nucleus, like the 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 center of it all, when it comes to sports, is baseball. Like you you hit the nail on the head when you said 24 Ford, yeah. John Boyce Field. Um, Dega Louis, uh, I'm sorry, Pacella Field, where you know, <laughs> Dega Louis or Pacella, either way, right? <laughs> he's got the he's got the he's got the name, he can say it. I can say it too because I found out that my mom's Italian, so found yeah, out like four well, miles. We go to Dego yeah. Field, we hook up with yeah. some cows, you know, a normal Saturday night <laughs> in the furrow. <laughs> yeah, the cows got done early, I got done practice, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. Baseball, baseball, anyone listening knows this. Baseball is a huge part of Roxborough. Uh, 21st Ward is just the heart of it. You know, there were hundreds of kids up there every weeknight all throughout, you know, April this to July. Knowing that I uh, I live in Roxborough now, I plan on raising my kid in Roxborough, and I have no baseball talent whatsoever. So my kid is just going to get destroyed when I whenever yeah, I have. Just bring, just, bring, just bring them to go play. That's what it's all about. It sounds so cliche. Like, <laughs> really, because today, like, everyone's hurting for numbers. I coached I coached uh, CYO football for a couple years. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that, you know, same, same idea. I, I'm friendly with and related to different people that are involved with the baseball organizations in the neighborhood still. And there's not as many kids in the neighborhood. Not, you know, parents aren't having as many kids. Kids aren't playing as much as we were 10, 15, oh shit, 20 years ago. That's America. Um, that is America. It, I know. It's sad. But that's the thing. We, we, we need, we, we, we want this league to be stronger than it ever was. Um, unfortunately, like I, I, Matt, I said this to you when, we, when I was growing up, like, Again, there was the Giants, the Indians, the Orioles, and every team had yeah. like two colors. There was like the red Orioles and the white Orioles and the black Giants and the orange Giants. Now they're they're pulling teeth and struggling to get four teams up there, which is, is kind of heartbreaking. But yeah, hopefully it only gets better. But. I mean, I'll tell you this, and I think we talked about it when we did the pre-show, is that when we were coming up, I, I mean, I guess we're everyone's influenced by different things. Like when we sure. were coming up, how many good baseball movies were there that like, you know, even if you didn't like baseball, you'd watch this movie and you're like, Oh, I want to fucking play baseball now. Yeah, no doubt. You know? Yeah. It's Bo- boxing's the same way. You know what I mean? It's in, but, yeah. It's in America's DNA. It's, it, it's yeah. America. It's in America's yeah. history. Like it's just something about it. It's, it's even if that, that's the beautiful thing about baseball. Cause like, even if you sucked, you played like everyone knows, like even right. by eight, 10, if you sucked at hoops, or if you weren't big enough to play football or weren't tough enough, like nah, yeah. you knew it at August before the season started, you weren't playing baseball you could have been you know you couldn't even tie your shoes you were on the field somehow and you were playing that summer and that, that's yeah. i think that's one of the most beautiful things about it i agree i agree and it is a thinking man's game and but it's still like it's a lot of camaraderie too like a baseball I'm sure. is, and i'm sure football is the same way very much a camaraderie sport and all that but like baseball i don't know it's a different kind of breed but i think the thing that gets it is just like yeah, I don't know. For some people, it is tough to stand around and, and kind of do nothing kind of thing. But I don't know. We, there were so many heroes when we played baseball. You know what I mean? Like, we all grew up on the 93 Phillies, who are yeah. the fucking the best team of all time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. We also yeah, right. with the sweetest swing in the oh, history of baseball. Yeah. So, it was kind of oh. one of my all-time favorite. Yeah, we grew up, and then, you know, late. I'm young, but, like, late 90s, you know, the, the Sosa and the McGuire, you know, the, the home, the home oh, yeah. run, the home run derby yep. that took place in front of yep. everyone's eyes. Again, it was during the, the steroid era, but still, it Even brought the, baseball. You mean yeah. the best era? Yeah. Best era, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The era, the era, bring back that era? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Where, like, everyone knew what was going on. They sold the two players out that era, unfortunately. But. Dude, I remember – and plus, dude, think, like, even the early 2000s when you had, like, how big the Red Sox-Yankees rivalry was. Oh, and, like, oh, oh my oh, God. Yeah. Baseball was king then. It was king. Yeah. I think Everybody knew who Mariano Rivera was, and he was just a closer. Like, no one yeah. knew who closers were, but he was the yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, sure. agreed. Yeah, there was ever there. Yeah, there were so many legends and everything like that, you know. But okay, so then let's keep it moving. But yeah, so that's uh, so yeah, baseball is huge in Roxborough, like we said. But also, you played a little football too. So you played from ages ten to sixteen. So when we were talking, right, you had brought up Roman football and like football at Roman because it's an all guys school. Like when you're at that age, I feel like you're very easily influenced and stuff like that, and like being like part of the clique or part of the team, it does mean a lot to you, you know? So when they talk about Roman football, I feel like it's like a, it's like a religion, you know, like people get so into it. So how did you feel about playing for Roman? I I mean, I loved it. I, I, again, I didn't play all four years, unfortunately. Some days I regret it. Other days I'm like, I don't regret it at all. Um, I I played for the CYO Steelers, which was again in Roxborough, it was region five, as we called it. Like the um, the Steelers were were a culmination of all the the Manionk schools and the Roxford schools and the St. Bridges from East Falls. So yeah. they they would get as many kids as they could from that team or for that team. Um, and the beautiful thing was that was one of Roman's biggest feeders. You know, Roman coaches were coming to the practices and the games and talking to us, and they wanted to, they wanted to get as many Roxford kids that were playing for this organization to then go on the Roman and then play for Roman. I mean, there's a lot of there's so many legendary names just at least rocks for legendary names that come up that played throughout Steelers went on the Roman they became all Catholic or won a championship or were part of part of it I'm sorry there were two championship teams 08 and 99 I believe there's some guys that were on the Steelers team I mean that means a lot to the people that were from yeah. rock yeah. um, Roman the kids football. that are playing yeah sure. absolutely Roman anyone anyone that knows Roman football was just huge I, I mean that goes back you're talking decades ago um you know, just Roman playing Roxborough on Thanksgiving is huge. It's just, again, it's a part of the, it's part of the community. It's a part of, it's a part of, um, it's part of Roxborough because again, a lot of the people that went to Rock, or a lot of people from Roxborough are going to Roman and a lot of the yeah. kids play football for Roxborough Eagles. Yo, Marvin Harrison, there's just one name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, the Marvin name. Harrison, he played, he played for the Roxborough Eagles at a young age. He came to the neighborhood, played for the Roxborough Eagles. My uncle yeah. coached him. Next thing you know, he goes on the Roman, I'm sorry, he went to Shawmont at the time. His jersey's still hanging at Shawmont School. It goes on the Roman Catholic high school and you know, the rest is history. You know, his career goes to Syracuse and but, dominates. Wasn't, yeah. uh, wasn't Marvin's guy. kid playing for uh Roxboro like 10 years ago or Marvin's son actually went to the prep. So this is, it's a kind of, for young kids though, like for, for the, uh, for the pop Warner, wasn't he Roxboro? Yeah, he, no? was, he, was play, he was playing Roxboro Eagles. Yes, he was. He was yeah. I had a, a good friend of mine um, was actually coaching him at the time. Um, Marvin cannot be, from what I understand, well, we don't have to discuss this. He, he doesn't want to be bothered with any of this stuff when he's at the right. game. <laughs> you can but, imagine, though. Yeah, right? yeah, I like, get, yeah. I get your neighborhood legend. And, and, you know, Dude, he's one of the wide best wide receivers of all time. He's yeah, a massive, crazy. massive, massive sports celebrity. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy the career he had. And, you know, talk about, like, his size and, and then going into the NFL and just dominating for all Did you – real quick question, Ben. Did you guys play at that football field next to Delisandro's? Is that where you played in practice? So that's actually – that's the Bra- that's the Wizard and Brace field. So okay. a rivalry of, like, Roxbury Eagles. Now, years later, fast forward to when I was coaching for a couple of years for the Steelers, the Steelers actually assumed that field. Shout out – yo, shout out Wizard and Brace. Excellent organization, top-notch. 
Um, like what? Here's just one pro. Will Parks, who played for the Eagles and was on the Broncos, he's ah. a he's a wicked brave. Um, my brother-in-law actually was. I don't. Know, I think he coached them, but he's they're, 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 that family's very involved with the Braves, um, and he was a part of the organization at the time. That's a first-class organization. When the Steelers were struggling, CYO Steelers, who I coached with and played for, they had us take that field, use that field, use the snack stand. Um, mm-hmm. Hell of an organization. They've had a lot of. They've had some mean players come up through that organization and go on to go play some high school ball at the prep or Roman. Yeah. Uh, they, they're still doing very well. I'm. I'm, I'm lucky enough to. I keep pointing. If you're saying I, I can throw a rock and hit the field. Um, every summer they have, you know, they have all these kids come out and play it. Their numbers are flourishing. God bless yeah. them. It's, it's an awesome organization. Football is number one sport in the country, man. Everyone's. Playing. It is. No, it is. It is. And it's, it's, it's. Well, a that's the thing, thing I, too. I, like when you look at it. So if you look at like the heroes in the sports, like, I, like Tom Brady is the biggest sports hero right now going. Right. Yeah, football, yeah, football's king. It's not even a question. But then, like, but then if you look at basketball, LeBron and Steph Curry and all those guys, like they're just as big as heroes. But then when you look at baseball, like who's who's the hero in baseball yeah. right now? Well, yeah, it's crazy. It's Mike Trout. They just don't market. Yeah, it's Mike Trout, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying it's like the god like, of war. If we don't, you know, like is it? it every, everyone thinks it's like someone from the Yankees, that judge dude or whatever. But you know, but I mean, I mean, but that's how they market it. You know what I'm saying? So like, who like if you're trying to get kids interested, everyone wants to be LeBron. Everyone wants to be Tom right. Brady. You know what I mean? No one wants yeah. to be fucking. You know. Joe yeah. shit the rag, man. You know what I'm saying? But like, so, okay. But you're playing, so you're playing football. You played in high school. You played at Roxborough. Uh, why did you stop playing football? I just, to be honest, to be perfectly honest, I wasn't big enough or good enough. Um, yeah. And again, Roman, and, and that's not an excuse for, to, for anyone listening to have your kids quit at something. Um, I had passion for it. I loved it. I, I, I was, I was a captain two different years throughout grade school. Oh, um, was never the biggest guy or the best guy. He's had a lot of heart. And I, I enjoyed yeah. playing. And I went to Rome and I played all freshman year and sophomore years yeah. when, you know, you, you start working out with everybody and workouts start as soon as the season's over and it's three, six, five. And you know, I didn't have a father that really pushed us or lived vicariously through us and had us do things we didn't want to do. Like yeah. we were, we were all straightforward with one another, with me and my brothers. Like we knew we sucked at something or we knew we weren't good enough. We didn't, um, we didn't yeah. like pursue it per yeah. se. So, you know, sophomore year came around. I just, I wasn't big enough. I, I cut some weight. Um, I just wasn't athletic enough or big enough to play in the PCL. So yeah. I said, you know what, you know, it's, yeah, well, I, still, then, yeah, I still went to games Friday nights. I, I, I still went to yeah. every Roman Rockford Thanksgiving day game. Just wasn't good enough to continue. You know? Well then, but then, so then, but I brought that up because you stopped playing football, but you still wanted to be involved in athletics and you joined the wrestling team. That's it. Yep. That was and kind of the transition. Um, I, we're big fans of wrestling yeah, on this big, show. We're big wrestling fans on this podcast. I did yeah, find that out. Yeah. That's, that's what happened. I kind of, I call, I, I kind of for like, I guess it was sophomore year started losing weight, like unintentionally just, you know, yeah, I, I guess. You're you know, growing like, oh, and doing you know, your thing. Yeah. yeah. Again, you know, not athletic to go try out with the backs for football. And again, not big enough to keep in alignment, even though I was alignment all throughout grade school. Yeah. Um. So I, I figured let's get into wrestling. So I did that all sophomore year and it was, you know, it was a blast. You know, same concept as football in a sense where, like you said, camaraderie. Yeah. Um, it's just something to do after school. You're working out. You're, 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 you're pushing yourself. You're in the best shape of your life, right? Like you, yeah, at I that was, time, yeah. you've never been in better shape and stuff yeah, I don't like think, that. I don't think I ever have been. Like, you yeah. know, that's a time where, like, your goal is, like, bench your weight and do, you know, you know, you've wrestled yeah. and shit like that. It's Yeah. Yeah, it puts you in the shape, man. Different type of workout and different type of practice than football ever was, for sure. Yeah. Pete, Pete was pizza. Pete was one of the best wrestlers. He was 
top. He was ranked 15th in the country when Whoa, we were. Well, we got yeah, a legend here on the podcast. Hold he wrestled on. for Drexel. Ah, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> Pete was really good. Pete was really, really good. I was good enough to be a backup in college. <laughs> yeah, hey, he, he, got he, placed at the, he placed at the number one tournament in the history of high school wrestling when we went there. And also, he would have been played. He would have placed in. He would have. He was a top to. He was a top three contender to win the state title when we were seniors, but he got pneumonia. So yo, yeah. yo, Matt right here is your hype guy. I love it. Everyone needs Sorry, a man. man. You know, everybody needs honest. a man in their life. That's everyone why I do this a... podcast. You know, yeah, that, it, it, it Everyone so, to remind well, you of how good you are. That's awesome. Hey, man. We're, yeah. So, well, speaking of, so you did the wrestling sophomore and junior year, but then you kind of got wise and you're like, look, I got to start thinking about life after high school. And you <laughs> went and you left, you left like sports and you went to, you started working at a job, but then also you started doing other extracurricular activities. Like you ran for class president you were did the morning announcements on like the TV in the morning and stuff like that. So what was so what like what kind of like what made you because like this you guy see, watched Saved by the Bell and took it to heart. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Whatever is going on in Mrs. Bliss's classroom this week is oh, my assignment. Man. For like, <laughs> oh man, this is really like look, me and AC. We got some plans. All right, we're gonna get that Lisa Turtle. And we're gonna go over that sixty-nine number, all right? Oh, but no, so, oh, but uh, but sorry, sorry, Mrs. Traveling, sorry, oh, sorry, yeah. uh, <laughs> sorry, we're talking about that. Sorry, uh, but either way, so we'll edit that out, maybe. Um, so either way, so you left, <laughs> but we can't keep, right? yeah, yeah, we're not. Yeah, sorry, I'm not gonna edit that. But <laughs> so you left wrestling, you started at a job. We'll get to the job in a minute, but I want to go over. So what was like your inspiration for running for class president and what, how did you like doing the morning announcements and kind of how'd you put your spin on it? Yeah. So, well, I mean, morning announcements, to be honest with you, we'll, we'll do that one first. That's, I, you know, I, I swear on my mother, that's something like freshman year of high school, being in homeroom, um, watching them. I was like, yo, I, I swear to God, I was like, yo, I'm going to do that someday. I'm going to do that when it's my turn because freshman can't do it. I'm going to try out for that and do it. Um, sophomore year, I, I become friendly with the teacher, also awesome teacher, also mentor who was the proctor for, or, you know, he was in charge of student announcements all throughout sophomore year. I was like, listen, like, I'm your guy. I'm going to nail this thing. And yeah. he, he kept it really kept it hundred. He said, listen, like you're going to have to try out like everyone else. The end of the year, the last week when all the seniors are getting ready to go off, I'm letting sophomores and juniors try out for the following year. Yeah. You know, I, you know, he's like, you know, he's thinking like, ah, oh, you're a clown. You won't take it serious. Um, thank God I, I try out. I nail it. I was his yeah. guy. Next thing you know, I did it the last week of sophomore year. And then I did it all throughout junior year and senior year. And it was, oh. yeah, it was, an, it was an absolute blast. I mean, my partner, um, I, I know we can't say names. We're not saying names on the podcast, but my partner, a good friend of mine who I've kept in touch with over the years, he, he was just like the yin to my yang. We just complimented each other very well. Um, I like to think we we were pioneers for what the the morning announcements ended up becoming. Um, oh, maybe all right, we, all right. We we had a lot of fun with it, dude. Like we, you know, we were like, we just we we kept it loose at all times. Got in trouble a little bit here and there. Sure. Um, you know, we 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 kind of spent every a year. Of years the, the the first uh, the first conference they had, Vinny comes in, he shows an old tape of the announcements. He's like, you see this bullshit? This is what you would be subjected <laughs> to if I had yeah. made my mark. 
yeah, back in yeah. 2009 or whenever. You guys should was. be kissing my goddamn feet yeah. right now. You're yeah, not stuck with it. this yeah. fucker. Yeah. Yo, until this day, like, dude, I made, I had them. There's at least four or five really solid, like, spelling errors I made because I was real big on <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, anyone that's listening to this, like, there are so many iconic ones. Like, Dartmouth, I, I, I was reading, like, the colleges for, like, the admissions week. I read Dartmouth yeah. as Dartmouth. <laughs> <So>, like, <laughs> we like, there's, have, there's we a lot have. of different, like, misreadings, and, and you know, it just, it just made it, it made it funnier. Like, yeah. But what he's um, really known for is full penetration Thursdays. They're like, whoa, we can do this in a school yes. uh, <laughs> setting like uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, we're it bringing was the cows time. over from Hallahan's. we're going yeah, full yeah, penetration yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. shout out shout out John W. Hallahan, man oh, I said yeah, my, my wife I, I met my wife she was she was a Hallahan girl she was one of the girls lining up <laughs> <laughs> I, I lie to you not you know, I was lining up I was lining up outside of Hallahan on Tuesdays at age like 14 like thinking like this was you know I mean, but she she wasn't one of the cows that you're referring to. No, I've met I've met your yeah. wife. She's a great yeah. great girl. Really Definitely nice. Not girl. Cow, thank God, but yeah. Either way, so the morning announcement. So, kind of give us a gist. Like, were you throwing in like, all right, guys, uh, we got you know ravioli for lunch today. Uh, yeah. You know, I ate sixty of them. Then uh, you know, uh, Mr. Parker, uh, he's got his stupid thing, so watch out for that. Anyone going? We to could, yeah, we, we couldn't to- go too much off the course just because, like, at one point, like the principal was coming up like once or twice a week, like you know, ready to pull the plug <laughs> on what we were doing. Um, we had fun with. It. I remember, I think it was like the Eagles Cardinals um, Thanksgiving Day game. Not it, it, so get so that would have been that season. It's Eagles Cardinals playoffs. Very good memory. Well, Eagles Cardinals playoff. Is, is it when the Eagles lost to the Cardinals in the NFC it, Championship? It sure is. It sure so is. the, the Eagles time. that year, the Eagles did play the Cardinals yes, on did. Thanksgiving. I know it was there, and no one. The Eagles had lost to. And wait, they, they had had the tie in Cincinnati. They had lost. Good. They had lost to the Ravens. They Nine were total. They were total shit dicks. Right. Yes. They all the Cardinals needed to do was win one more game to clinch the division on Thanksgiving, right? And then what happens? Fucking Westbrook goes off. We fucking smoke them. It was the best. Like we were there. We were going nuts at the game. Then they rode that momentum to the forty-four to six win over Dallas, the Silver Linings Playbook game, right? And then went to the playoffs, and it was fucking magical. And the do it for Dawkins never came true, but that was a hell hell of a run. That was, it sure uh, was. Yeah, hell, hell yeah. of a memory. I'm a, I'm a diehard, you know, season ticket holder my whole yeah. life. Diehard yeah. Eagles fan. They Same. actually, when I when I rank teams, the 08 team's actually like my second or third favorite oh my team God. ever. Right. Dude, right. Dawkins legit, oh, that Dawkins year was legit great. Like, put them on his back. Yeah. Yeah, like, they started out the like, season, like, they beat St. Louis. They beat Pittsburgh at home. Well, another thing, too, is it wasn't there – like, their defense was bad for, like, half the year. And then the and second then half, they, just, they buttoned it up. Dude, like, they, they just, just completely they just buttoned it up. Trent Holt are playing out of his mind. Dog yeah. out of his mind, yeah. Deshaun like, Jackson was, like, his rookie year. It was his mm-hmm. rookie year. Uh, that would have been Macklin's rookie year, too. And Yeah. Yeah, Macklin, I think, I think Macklin and Macklin, they were the year later, the 09 year. But yeah, that, that 08 year. Yeah. Yeah. That 08 team was still loaded in some ways. Like, don't forget, that 08 year, they had Kevin Cobb make an appearance. They sat McNabb. They were talking about firing yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Next thing had... you know, like, Brian Dawkins starts growing out a beard, and they rip off, like, five games straight when they're 5-5-1 five, yeah. five, and one or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. And they roll into the playoffs. They spank Minnesota. They, they don't let New York score a touchdown. And... The best – so this is – okay, so this is a great story. All right. 
So we're at, so you were at the 44 to six game, right? So here's what happened going into the 44 to six game. I missed the right? 44 to six game just to correct you. Not to, not to mess up a well, good story. You fucking, your life should, uh, <laughs> should fucking check. I was, at the deli, I was at the deli working, true story. And I, I had the one o'clock on the radio, the, the Raiders and the Bucks. I had it on the radio. So that's the thing. I know. The Raiders, I and, the Raiders and the Bucks were playing. And I think that if the Bucks won, then the Eagles and the Cowboys, it was winner goes to the playoffs, right? The Raiders won. Michael, oh, Michael the Raiders won. Okay, Michael so Bush had it, a career day. So the Raiders, so no one, this was before you could watch it on your phone. So what we had done, like they showed it on the Jumbotron at the stadium. They were showing the Raiders Bucks game. So when the Raiders won, you just heard like a cheer start from the stadium, go through the parking lot, and everyone's like, it's fucking on. We're winning and we're fucking going. We're red <laughs> fucking hot, right? Then we get into the stadium, and oh my, it was, it, I mean, it's it was fucking bananas. It was the best. And we were like, it was really rowdy that day. I was like, yeah, no, yeah. And stuff. It was pretty great. My brothers but, and my cousin were there. I was I was working at the deli. And I'll never forget thinking like, you know, don't forget, like, Oakland was Oakland was a pretty big dog for that game. They had no business yeah. winning. They come yeah. out. I'm at the deli. We're busy as hell because everyone's getting ready to, yeah. you know, get their stuff for the game. And I remember, like, I have it on my phone. This is like the old flip phone where, like, you're texting yeah. in, like, yeah. for info for a score. And, like, you have it on yeah. the radio. And you're like, my boss has a TV in, in, in the office. I'm like, holy, it's around, like, 3 o'clock. I'm like, holy shit, they're, they're going to win. Like, my brothers were to this day. And, again, we've been going to games since we were kids. We, yeah. We've went every game together, uh, the NFC championship, whatever. Yep. Till this day, the energy walking into the link, knowing that everyone's watching on the big, the big screen that the, the, the Raiders are about to beat the Bucks. Like Dallas never even stood a chance. That not game was over. That game was over before not it started. A oh yeah, chance. Not even close. It was, so they, yeah, it was they beat them. Started. Then I forget who they play in the they first beat Minnesota. round. They no, beat Minnesota. I thought Minnesota was the second round. No, they beat Minnesota in the wild card round. Um, Tavares Jackson got like his 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 back slammed by Clemens. Remember that? Did they Brian beat the West Giants? Uh, no. And in the second round, they beat the Giants. So get this: okay. the Giants actually had a bye. It was a year after they won the Super Bowl. The Giants yeah. team was actually pretty good. Yeah, Ray Denninger, like Ray Denninger. If you're a big Ray Diddy fan, he came out and he like guaranteed a victory. I put all my money on the on the friggin' birds. Yo, they, I'm at my grandmother's watching this. They don't let up a touchdown. The defense just played lights out. They were like, lights out. The offense came Dude, out. A little you had like a young game. Brent Tom Selleck fucking making his yeah. way. Oh yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah, they, had, yeah. they had some. Players. Was it the first year of Romo? Was it? Was this like how many years had Romo been in? No, he because well, the year uh, before, the year before four, he had had the botched, the botched extra point. Oh, against Seattle. The botched, you remember extra when he's like yeah, sitting yeah, on yeah, the field, yeah. like holding his face? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the best. Yeah, but this when is like we were making a tradition to end his season. Like, we were just like, oh, we're just going to end your season every year. Dude, it's well, it. that's the thing. It was like his coming out party. Like, everyone's like, Romo's the best quarterback in the fucking league now. Yeah. All that fucking happy horse shit, which is bullshit. But yeah. Romo yeah. had his year. Yeah, then we went on Arizona. That was the thing about the, the, the student news. That Friday, I, I gave out like a guaranteed lock on TV, looked the whole school in the eye. I said the birds are gonna, you know, they're gonna cover. Don't forget the birds went up 32-29 when Deshaun, I, I believe it was 32-29 or 30, 31-29 when Deshaun Jackson catches that bobble into the end zone. Yep, yep. yep. And Cardinals, Cardinals are on the field for seven minutes and we just the Cardinals still had couldn't. they still had Anquan Bolden and Larry Fitzgerald. We couldn't, they we couldn't that. Fitzgerald won that game. That was Kurt Fitzgerald. Warner, Kurt Warner almost fumbled. I think it was Kurt Warner and Hightower. They almost fumbled a ball and gave us the ball back yep. and. 
Hell, then, hell of a game. Yeah. And then and then the Steelers ended up beating Arizona. It was about to be dude. So that's another thing. There's been a few times where we've almost had an all Pennsylvania Super Bowl. So in 05, yeah. when we went in 05, right? When we when we lost to New England in 05, right? It was 0506. We lost when we lost to New or yeah, it was 0506. But when we went to New England, had beaten Pittsburgh to go into Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl, right? And had like had Pittsburgh beat the Patriots and we would have played them. But then going into 0809, right? Had we beat the Cardinals, we would have played Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But yeah, so that's how it fucking goes. So either way, uh, let's move it on a little bit here. (laughs) We kind of went off on a tangent. All right, fans, time for a break in the action to bring you back one of our new segments. This is Give It a Shot with our good friend Bob Quinn. If you're sick of wasting time surfing on streaming services, finding nothing, and then going to another streaming service and doing the same damn thing, then you need to start giving shit a shot. On this new segment, Give It a Shot with Bob Quinn, Bob will give us some suggestions on what to watch so you stop wasting time surfing and start enjoying those subscriptions that you're stealing. Bob, give us a shot. I'm coming at you today with this new one from 2008, Leatherheads on Amazon Prime. I'm talking nostalgic football movie, George Clooney, John Krasinski, Renee Zellweger, a runtime of about one hour, 54 minutes. What I'm telling you is give it a shot. All right. And that was give it a shot with our good friend, Bob Quinn. Now back to the show. Um. All right, so now we're going to start on your job. So job number one, we started here, and we'll, we'll start and we'll, we'll rebound back to this. So you're in high school at the time, and then you would still work here even after you left high school and would go to community college and things like that. And we're going to say the name of the place because we want to shout it out because it's the best damn place going. I know good delis. I'm from Lansdale, Pennsylvania, land of the free, home of the brave. We're one of the best delis ever. Giuliano's Deli used to be. And now I've been to TNF Farmer's Market, a.k.a. the deli, a.k.a. home of the brave, a.k.a. Yeah. the best. This place I live in Roxborough, Matt. I've never been there, but now it's on my list. I got to go. I know. I, yeah, I know. I'm going to get I'm, – I'm, I've been here for two years. I just thought it was like to get a place to get vegetables. I didn't realize it was a whole deli oh, going bro. on there. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, check us out. Where are you, where are you living at, Pete? I'm on a uh, Jamestown Street in between Maniunk and Terrace. <laughs> I'm I'm right up the street from you. I'm I'm on the other I, end of Jamestown. You guys are legit <laughs> like three blocks away from each other right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I felt, I felt some electric. I felt some electric going on. So yeah. So okay, but TNF. So I I want to talk about this place, but Vin, I want you to talk about it because this is really your home away from home and. Honestly, and we've talked about it on this show, and this is there's a question that we would ask people on this show is that, you know, if you could pick any job that you've ever had, that that could be your job forever, but and like you would be able to make enough money to support whatever you wanted, and you could sure, pick whatever sure. job you wanted, you would pick TNF, am I right? Yeah, you, you nailed it, brother. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm living the dream. I, I feel like I haven't worked in three years um, since, oh, since awesome. I've been back. And I, I know it's, it's so, it's so freaking cliche to say shit like that. Like, oh, you never, if you're happy, you never work a day in your life. But I, I've been on the other side of the fence. I, I've been uh, miserable. Okay. I've been doing something I didn't enjoy or something my heart wasn't into. Um, 
and again, you said home away from home. It really is a second home. It's, 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 it's where my heart's at. It's, it's just where, you know, I'm born and raised in the neighborhood. Roxbury is always, anyone who knows me, it's just a huge part of who I am. Yeah. I'm a homer. I'm a homer with everything I do. Um, finding this job at age 15, 16, because my cousin worked there at the time, and then just turning it into something that I was doing all throughout high school, college, and then leaving and then feeling empty and missing it and then going back to it, it just kind of, you know, it felt, it felt, it filled that void after, you know, after college and I went out and had a couple other jobs that filled that void of, uh, I guess you could say happiness or, or yeah. I guess the word I'm looking for is feeling, feeling content or feeling purposeful. And yeah, as, 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 as weird as it sounds, you know, just slicing cold cuts and being in the heart of the neighborhood and being a yeah. part of a staple of the neighborhood is pretty uh it's pretty real and it's something i enjoy doing and like i said i wake up i do it i go to bed and i, I don't look at it as work i, I get to shoot Dude. the shit with close friends and and people that come in family members and people yeah. i consider family i get to work with yeah. it's 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 pretty awesome no yeah. doubt that is the best man and that's all you can really ask for like you're working at it like and don't get it wrong like it's not like you're there as like standing around with your thumb in your ass. Like you're actually like, it is work. Like <laughs> I've seen you guys in there. It's so busy. Sometimes it would make your fucking head spin, but yeah. you guys are still like giving out quality shit, even when it's busy. So, but you're there, man. And it is awesome because it is like an old school place. Everybody go, that goes in knows everybody and says hi. And like you talk and like, whenever we come in to get food, we're always talking and like hanging out and stuff. And then the food that's there, Matt own. I'm telling you, top man, yeah. notch, man. Can't beat it. The hoagie. I'm a. I find myself to be somewhat of a hoagie snob, and I know a good hoagie when I smell one. And this place yeah. is the best. And they got it. You know, whatever you want there, it's pretty damn good. But Pete, um, you're 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 a man, and you're oh, a yeah. man. You're a man that had a family that owned a deli in the Northeast. Your dad owned a deli there for what, like thirty years. Yeah, yeah, like, like 20, 25 years, yeah. Yeah, so 25 years, and you worked at that deli, and you were also a fellow sandwich technician engineer. Oh, yeah. So as far as working at, you know, TNF and stuff like that, I will say this, Vinny, and I don't know if if anyone's ever brought this up to you. There, This mm-hmm. was a genius move that A&M Cold Cuts did. Did I say it right, Pete? A&N. A-N-N. I get it wrong every time. <laughs> A-N-N Cold Cuts, which is the name of Pete's family's deli. Uh, they did this where they you would order your, your hoagie and say you wanted mustard. They throw the mustard on, right? Mm-hmm. And then before they would put on the meat and the cheese. Let, well, hold on a second. Let me right, just stop this right now. Because Matt, 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 Matt's just throwing out like, oh, I'm just going to throw mustard on a hoagie. Like what kind of hoagie <laughs> is getting <laughs> you mustard on it? Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, Jesus like Christ, bread. Matt. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I can't just like let um, that go as if that's like yeah. what my family like was yeah, just like, known we're, for. We're no, yeah. mustard on Italian <laughs> hoagie or something. Yeah. Look, Italian hoagie, it got, you know, it got the oil and the vinegar. Scoop yeah. roll if they wanted it, and then every other hoagie got the mayonnaise. But our thing was, we would put the vegetables down first, then the oh, cheese, wow. and then the meat. That way, you'd pack it in, and all the vegetables wouldn't fall out. That was our trick. That's well, the I mean, the thing. It's the upside down world. We, yeah. I know. Yeah, the upside. Are, yeah, as people said in the neighborhood, world, oh, you're making one of the upside down Johns. We did yeah. make the, the upside, upside down, down Johns. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the upside down Johns. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was revolutionary. First time I had it, revolutionary. You know, that's good when you're driving. I call it like the driver's hoagie. Like when you're like, you're, oh, driving, yeah, yeah. you're on the road. Yeah, like, you're on the road. Like you want an upside down joint. It, keep, it keeps all that shit together. The lettuce ain't falling out. Yeah, the season oh, yeah. in it. There's a yeah. sign. And, and the proper upside down joint, they have to put the knife in the middle to give that slit so it doesn't fall out. Because otherwise, the meat will fall. You need to give that one push. Yeah. yeah, dig yeah, in the roll. Yeah, yeah what, tight, what, bro. what bread do you guys use at TNF? Are you Amoroso? Nah, we're Conti. So we, I mean, we we get Amoroso Ooh. rolls, like Conti's rolls. But yo, let, let me just set it straight. Conti bakery. bakery is just, so I mean, like, it's the goat. It's it's great. It's consistent. Yeah. Um, that's what, my, that's what my spot, favorite cheese You know, yeah, my favorite yeah. cheesecake comes on a Conti yeah. roll, and the best hoagie, in my opinion, in the city comes on a Conti roll. Um, All right. It's Where, a, it's a hell, is it's it a TNF's the best hoagie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah put two and two together, bro. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to what's, the, right what's the best? What's the best cheesesteak in your opinion? Uh, I'm going to go John's roast pork and Mama's as like a one-two punch. Wow. John's roast pork is number one. Wow. I'm a whole, yo, yo, yeah, this is a guy. This is a, this is a man after my own heart. John's roast pork. There you go. That's number yeah. one in the city. He's if got it right off the bat. John's roast pork is one. Mama's wow. two. I'm a homer. You can call me a homer. I'm a Roxborough guy. I, 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 I'll die for this neighborhood. Del Sanders is number three of all time. Del Sanders is fucking way up there. Del Sanders is way great. And there. again, maybe it's a little bit of a homer move. Maybe it's like. It's not, when it's legit, it's, it's not a homer move. Del Sanders yeah. is fucking tap nash. Yeah. I love delis. That's just it's a part of who I am. Like I've had that since I was a young age. I, I, a young I, age. So my, my place in the neighborhood that I love in Roxborough, I love berries. Berries is my style. No, you know, a lot of a lot of Roxborough people listen to this. You know, people have a yeah. like a hardcore uh, love and appreciation for berries. Berries is also yes, solid. Yeah. I know the owners are great people. It, yeah. You know the only thing. Spot. So like, you know the owners. Tell them they got to bring back Arctic Splash Ice Tea because Arctic Splash Ice. Like, yeah, I like Rosenbergers, uh, burgers, but Arctic Splash. Yeah, it's on a whole other level. Yeah, it's become real trendy too over the last couple of years. I feel like like everyone loves Arctic Splash. It is, yeah, yeah. Like that. Well, I think now no no one wants it. Like, oh, it's the hipster thing. It's the hipster thing. I'm like, it's not the fucking hipster thing. No, I'm it's that. Yeah. Arctic Splash Ice Tea. Right. I came out of my mom's cooch. You know it's what I mean? Like, I'm ready to go. Right, it's the fucking hipster because the hipsters are moving into the fucking neighborhoods that used to fucking do it. Like the yeah. They took flannel, they took PBRs, they took chucks. Now they're trying to take Arctic Splash. Yeah, you're not taking my Arctic Splash away from me, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm like, the day I die. Every fucking one of you. We're fucking stunads. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we're like Roxbury, so it's like a Turkey Hill thing too, because Turkey Hill's everywhere. So we like Turkey, Turkey Hill. Hill. Right. I like Turkey. I, I, I like Turkey Hill. It, it, I like Rosenberger's enough, but Arctic Splash is that. That's where it's yeah. at. Shout out Matthew the Heart of Mary, Rosenberger's iced tea, no doubt. Yeah, how about it, man? So, okay. So, TNF, I've been in this place. It's phenomenal. Anyone listening, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, one, one anyone Vinny sends this to has obviously already been to TNF. But, Pete, yeah, I would love for you to go to TNF and then come back oh, on yeah. our next show and tell us what you thought about it because it's going to be phenomenal. So, well, you, you were working at TNF. And sometimes this will happen. And we won't say that this happened to you, but I've seen it happen to some people where someone gets in your ear. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a girlfriend. Maybe it's whatever. <laughs> they get in your ear and they say, when are you going to get a real job? When are you going to get a job? Oh, in my office? God. You said it. When are you going to get job. a real job? Why can't why are you working with your friends at the place you like that oh, treats you good and takes oh, care man. of you? But you like to go to <laughs> work every day? Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. This is too real. Yeah. We didn't well, even have to do the real. I, I mean, 
I'm not saying that happened to you. I, I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anyone that's happened to. I just read about that kind of scenario. Oh, look, you enjoy your life. That's not what's supposed to happen. Yeah, when you're going to be miserable, really, yeah. yeah, that's code for like, you know what that's code for? That's code for like, yo, you're doing something you enjoy. I don't know how you're like, you're figuring out what you're built. When are you going to be fucking miserable like the rest of us and, and have a fall, <laughs> get in line? Yo, shout out to any, yo, no disrespect to anyone with what they do for a living. Um, I've been around, I've seen it. There's different, you know, there's different jobs oh, and yeah. different paths. I'm blessed enough where I was able to do a job all throughout high school and college and then be, get pretty good at it and enjoy it enough where I, I'm able to make a living. Now, again, I, it's, I don't know what my future holds or if I'm doing this the rest of my life, but yo, I've been doing this for three years after yeah. doing it years and again i I haven't felt a day in my life the real the, the quote-unquote real thing it used to get under my skin because that's definitely a word that's used like what what's your, what's your real job what do you really do like, what the fuck yeah. are you looking at lady i'm i'm, I'm slicing your go-cuts this is this is my yeah, job. yeah my bills are fucking say? paid and i'm happy what do you yeah. expect this, in this yeah. life <laughs> I, I worked a miserable job i had a job out of college i was pretty decent at like working in the real estate field and it wasn't bad it was it was, it was actually pretty fun it was loose um and I parlayed that into like a sales role because I thought I'd be pretty good at sales, or at least I was told so by a lot of people that have been over backwards and have helped me in, in various ways, being a mentor or guiding me as to what yeah. type of field I should go to. I'm, I'm very blessed and lucky to have so many friends. Um, but once I got into a, a sales role in terms of recruiting is what I was doing, I, I did that for a year and I burned out. I remember driving home from work after sitting in frigging traffic, after leaving your crib at 7 a.m. and not getting home until close to 7 p.m. and checking the work cell phone. I would, I would pass the deli. I'd be like, yo, they're about to lock the doors. Like, I wonder what went on yeah. in there. Like, how about I, you know. What did crazy old John say today when he got to this section of the newspaper? Or, yeah, uh, right. Well, right. yeah. I, 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 I work with John, but go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I, well, I remember, so I, I have a bunch of family that's from like K&A and stuff. And yeah. I remember my one cousin, uh, Little Chaz, rest in peace, Little Chaz. But I remember we're at my mom's wedding, right? And we're all hanging out, doing the thing and everything like that. And we're at my mom's wedding. And my cousin is like, bro, I can't wait to get back. And I'm like, get back to where? He's like, get back to the block, man. I'm like, what? He's like, I was like, why are you fucking hanging out on the corner and all that? And he's like, yeah. he's like, dude, it's just you, when you're not there, something's going to happen. And you don't want to be the one that missed it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, and so like, I feel like Vinny, that's kind of what, that's kind of like the thing you have, like, you want to be there with the guys and you don't want to be the guy that missed it. You know, like you want to be hanging out at the deli where people chill and stuff like that. And you get to see everybody, you know what I mean? And like, oh no, yeah, no, that's, that's what it was. And, and, and that's kind of, that's one of the many things that makes the job, you know, awesome. Like I could be at work at any given day and my mother comes in I talk to my mom for 15 minutes. Like you yeah. can't name me. Yeah, you can't oh, name yeah. any jobs where you're able to do that. I could be at work any given day and an old, an old high school pal that I haven't seen in a while comes in or I'm at work any given day and people that I've become friends with from doing this job come in every day and we shoot the shit. We talk sports. We well, that's the thing, Benny, right? Like, like there are these characters that just come into your store every yeah. day and yeah. like these characters interact with a few other people. They, they don't have a huge like social circle. They have, I interact with my mailman. I go to my deli. I go here, there. And you get to hear all of, I don't want to say insanity, all of the greatness that's coming from our lives. Bro, I know people, like, over the years, I've become, again, so friendly with so many people. Like, I'm talking hundreds of people that I know of my first name, but people that come in every day and, and, yeah. and you get to see 
I get to I get to stay on the other side of the counter and see what their day's like because I, I get them at a good time. I get them when they're they're on their break. Yeah, they're yeah. hungry. They're about to get they're about to get something yeah. to eat. Yeah. We shoot the shit. We talk Eagles and Phillies or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I get to see I get to see their side of things, especially through this this weird very weird year. I could say I got to see what what it was like through the pandemic for cops, firefighters, mailmen. Yeah. I mean, you name yeah. it. It just the guy that works the desk job down the street, whatever it is. You get to kind of pick their brain and see what they're going through. Plus, too, like um, you're it, you're you're like in a you're the guy, like you're the got a guy. Like, like if someone's in the office, like, oh, where are you heading over? I got a guy at the deli. He's gonna hook me yeah, up. Yeah, I, I, I like hope to be. that's I did, yeah. you. You know, like I that's a that. that's a thing though. That's a good thing it to is. be. You no, know I appreciate I mean? that. It, it's I got got you know different people that stole this data. I can't they they don't understand it. It's well, easier to go to store. But the other thing that. too is I, I I wonder now if like the deli guy is becoming more of a trade. And since like what like I I stopped yeah. doing the deli thing back in like two thousand six two thousand seven. And it was becoming more automated, and there was a lot of like do the yeah. prepackaged yeah. stuff where it's like there are oh, certain really? guys like I want my hand chipped, I want to slice yeah. this thin. You like there are certain things you can yeah. only do. Yeah. Well, and, that's, yeah, and that's the thing, Pete. Like you really, yeah. I, don't, I don't have to tell you your family, your family, you, you yeah. were raised in this. Your family owned a small business. There's something to it. So you're, you're talking like, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll just use one example. Maybe our ham's seventy nine cents more a pound, but you're getting the conversation, you're getting the human simulation, yeah. you're getting how's your kids doing? Yeah. How was that big interview you had last week? How'd and you it's make the best your, ham. Uh, and yeah. it's the best Right, shit. right. It's, it's a great product. You can park, yeah. you can sit, you can talk. Um, and you get someone that, that knows you by name. And let me tell you something. I, as I've gotten older, um, going out, whether it's shopping or doing different things, to as, as a whatever it is, like we all have egos and we all want to be loved. Being a grown man and going somewhere and having your name called and someone that knows you or knows what you do for a living, there's something to it. You're part of and the crew. Again, yeah. We do that because we're into it and we, we enjoy people. I, I think that's why – Again, I'm not going to say, you know, all of us, all shout out to all the people I've worked with for all these years are wonderful people that are my family. Um, they, they're very good at what they do because they're good with people and they love people. Yeah. And if you love people, you're, yeah, you know, cause it, any, you know, anytime you're not at work or you're not there, you, know, you do, you want a little bit of a break. So it's nice to just like shoot the yeah. shit about the Eagles. Get, get, and yeah. then, just, and again, just getting the lunch meat the way you want it sliced. Cause while you're having that conversation, you're keeping an eye on Vinny. You're like, ah, that one was a little thick. Why don't you uh, go back to like a quarter of uh... a... <laughs> yeah, he, he threw a thick one in there. That's it. He's, he's in a rush. Yeah. He might have had his phone out checking college football scores on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I did want to talk about this, though. How did you get the job at TNF, Vin? Yeah. So th- it's like the summer of, I guess, like freshman year of high school or sophomore year of high school. Um, I'm, I'm looking for a job. All my brothers worked at the Henry James um, uh, mm. you know, Henry James, Jamestown, Henry, Henry James Sloan. Um, yeah, absolutely. Another staple, another place that has its, you know, pulse on the heart of the, of the neighborhood. Isn't that the place um, with the good wings? Excellent. Great wings, great sandwiches. I get the same idea as TNF. Like they'll know you by name. Yeah. Beer's ice cold. Um, it's, it's very community feeling like they got the Roman good grilled cheese from what I remember. That's right. Yeah, they got everything. Yeah, good, good everything. They got the Roman Catholic championship pictures on the wall. And it, it's, it's just, it, again, it's, it's a good spot to be. Um, all my brothers worked there. Um, I, I, sure enough, I had a job lined up or could have taken a job there, but I, I, I eyed up TNF cause my cousin worked there. She was a, a cashier at the time. I remember her like letting me know, Hey, like, you know, we need help for the summer, yada, yada, yada. I'm thinking like, all right, I'll go there, work a couple days, make, put a couple bucks in my pocket. Um, whatever. It's, a, you know, it's, I'm, I'm 15 years old. Next thing you know, I, I don't know, a, a week goes by, I absolutely fall in love with the place. I, we yeah. went there my whole life. My, my mother shopped there. My father shopped yeah. there. We 
we got our cold cuts and our hoagies there for Eagles playoffs games every so year. So you were the kid that always wanted to go behind the deli, like oh, I yeah, I guess. Deli, I sure, guess what's going on that. back here? Yeah, one of my, my one of my good friends and, and my other good friend, who's the owner's son, we all grew up together. That, that was him. That was something he always wanted to do because he lived around the corner. I, you know, I just wanted a job. And next thing I, you just said, next thing you know, I'm 16. I'm like, oh man, I, I can't wait to really be a big part of this operation someday or really be important. I, I don't know. Years go by, months go by, and I, I do it all throughout high school. Absolutely love it. I, I, I create relationships through it. I meet friends through it. Um, same thing. You, you got friends that come in or family that come in and you see them. It's just, it, it's the cheers of the neighborhood. It really is. It, it, yeah. Everyone knows your name. Everyone knows your order. We're like oh, bartenders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I did throw all, all throughout college. I, I worked there full time throughout college. Um, I enjoyed every bit of it. You know, these are, these are people that I've, I've become very close with that I work for and work with. Um, rest is history. Like I said, I, I hadn't had other jobs, just felt empty. Didn't have, didn't have the well, heart. I do, I do want to, I do want to talk about that. So you kind of, you kind of got grandfathered into TNF, but it was like the, it was a, it was a neighborhood place. So like you were a neighborhood guy, you got the job there, mm-hmm. but then you left there in like your early twenties and you went to, you went to real estate. So how did you get the in uh, to get the job in real estate? A, a very good friend of mine, um, a little bit older than I am, who, who looked after me. He's like, he's like an older brother, an older cousin to me, um, who I became friendly with through working at the deli, ironically. Yeah. Um, as well as, you know, doing like my homemade picks videos and, and just, sure. again, he's a neighborhood guy. It's amazing. Yo, you'd be amazed how many people want to help you. Like if you, if you, yeah. if you put yourself out there, you'd be amazed how many people yeah. want to like, want to come up to you and be like, yo, I, not that they're trying to save me and be like, you need to get out from behind that counter, but they want to help you because they think you might have a talent or might have a niche where they can put you into a space yes. that, that you could flourish. And this, this guy is someone that, you know, he's become like family to me. He was, he, he, he got me with a, with a job. He said, listen, when you're done college, I have something you might, you might be really good at. Um, I finished college. It took me a fifth year. Part of the reason was, you know, I, I, I didn't care for college. I wasn't into it. My, my sister wrote all my papers and I wanted to work full time. I, I wanted to work full time at the deli. I wanted to be at the deli yeah. five, six days a week. And, 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 and again, the deli pays school does not pay. It's yeah. The deli, money. That's right. The deli paid the school didn't. Um, so I, he got me involved in an interview. Um, and I nailed it. It went very well. Two young guys that God bless them. I think they're still doing extremely well. I keep in touch with them uh, in the real estate space. They're doing extremely well. Um, the job went well. It was fun. It was flexible. It was laid back. I was just making like inside sales calls for people that were interested in either purchasing a home or selling a home. Um, and I was, I was a natural, I, I did all right for about a year and a half. And then, you know, the wedding ring came around with my wife, uh, buying a house came around uh, yeah. uh, looking, uh, uh, uh. looking for like the, I guess you could say, as Matt put it, the real job or like, yeah. the yeah. Yeah. Oh, how, with, how am I going to pay for the rest of my life? Yeah, yeah, a job with benefits, a job, a job with a career path, a job with a little yeah. bit of a, of a challenge. I want to, I want to grow old with you. Yeah. You need to have your four hundred one k. And that wasn't her. To be, to be honest, that wasn't her. Because by the time I was so miserable, she was begging me to just go back to the deli. But <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to Christ, I swear to God. But a, a job that you know had a little bit more of a career path, a little bit more of um something more professional, I guess you could say is what I was looking for. Cause I was young and dumb. Cause I thought that's right. what it mattered. You know, I need that. I need that. I needed that LinkedIn page. Did, with the did you title. say you need the cash? You need the yeah. status. Yeah. Did uh, you think this is well, Vin? Cause I remember years working in like a bar and restaurants and stuff like that. And people like office people would come in 
And you were yeah. like, and like in my mind, I'm like, oh man, I could never work in an office. Those people are all so educated and so whatever. Sure. That's not the fucking case. There's plenty of fucking stunads in an office. Uh, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, Did no, you ever right. get that feeling though of like, sure, you know, sure. like, oh, am I even good enough to be in an office kind of sure. thing? And that's, dude. Anyone listening out there, any deli guy or bartender or server, you're way overqualified to work in any office. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that right like, now. It's funny, yeah, Matt, you're hitting the nail on the head because, like, you know, again, no disrespect to what anyone does for what another man or woman does for a living. God bless them. You, everyone's just trying to get the five o'clock or six right. o'clock. Yeah. Days. But you, you think that way when you're young, you're thinking like, I, I see this guy in the blast shirt with the button down and and the yeah. and the and the and the work phone and the, the combed hair, like. <laughs> Do I have what it takes? Can I, can I, can I do the corporate America world? And then you get into it and you're like, no, I'm, I'm more of a monkey at this job, like doing monkey work and dummy work than I was at the deli. Like the deli, I know what little Elda wants, how she wants her ham sliced. And I know how <laughs> you know, Pete wants his hoagie. Like I, I'm more effective and efficient in other ways. And, you know, my talent is what, I, you know, we're all striving to use our talent. We're all looking to use what we're good at. Yeah. Um, and, you know, through through the jobs that I was at, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I want to use my talent. My talent's just shooting the shit with people and yelling yeah. across the counter and telling them that the draft pick was a good draft pick or, or they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have tried to steal second with an out and they, they shit like that. Like that, that's my talent. Just talking to people and. And you know, you ever to like you're watching TV or like whatever, like I can't wait to talk about this at the deli tomorrow. Oh, all the time. No, my boy, my boy, um, again, my the owner's son, again, shout out to the owner, has been like a second father to me in more ways than you can imagine. Um, the family's just great. Again, we we all grew up together. My father coached him and me and my brothers in basketball. His father owned the deli, so you know, we've been going there since we were kids. Yeah, and then next thing you know, my my good friend who I played hockey, baseball, and basketball with since I was five, six years old, we all we we find the same job at the deli together the same summer. Next thing you know, you know, we're all at each other's weddings a couple years later. We're all yeah. you, you you show up to yeah. like funerals when a family member goes. That's how close you become. Yeah. Um, you become best friends with these guys. So yeah, you're watching yeah. something at the deli, and you're like, yeah, this is going to be the topic tomorrow. Like, yeah, the Eagles, yeah. Eagles drafted Jalen Rager. Like, the deli's going to be hot tomorrow because there's going to be a lot of people. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of people are gonna come in and want to talk about this and be like, "Yo, what, what, what the hell just happened?" It's it, it, absolutely like in the office. You you know, in the office, you have this topic, but you have it for like five to ten minutes because you have the water cooler, get your yeah. coffee, yeah, and then you're right. work, and then it's like, right, yeah, I am someone or, on Teams or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'll be, you'll throw an email. Yeah, right. dude, it's funny you say that because like the the girls that I work with are gonna be listening to this. So I I love I love them all to death. They're gonna be like rolling their eyes. Like now, nah, like when it was draft week this past week. I talked about like the linebacker from Penn State maybe yeah. a thousand freaking times. I talked you about get to the talk to every single guy you get to hear yeah, their take on it. They like yeah. yeah, over and over and over again. Like, oh, who the but then you get, you, the but then you also learn like you're you you're out there, you're talking to like so many people, you like you're like, okay, like I get to speak to three people. Two people like uh Smith, one yes. person doesn't yeah. like Smith. And you're right. like, I like Smith. I like Smith this much. I like Smith this much, but not as much as Fields. And you know what? Maybe we need a fucking cornerback. You get all the right. perspectives. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You, know, you really do it. Like, I'm talking about, like, with everything. Like, you know, especially when the pandemic started, like, you know, you have so many different opinions flying out there. But, like, yeah. sports, sports Oh, is I don't more think Connors like, feel that good. It's worth a kid, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sports is more or less the heart of it, but it does go deeper than sports. Um, oh, yeah. You, know, you just, again, just talking with people. People want to be – People need attention, like that, whether we admit it or not. We we want yeah. human interaction. That's why that's why this place flourishes because it's it's. And Vinny, how great is it when a guy goes to tell you something and he stops real quick and he looks back and forth and he goes, 
Anyway, besides that, and then he like, let's you know I love people. I think that's what I think that's why I always thought I would have been good at sales or a lot of friends or family thought I would have been right. good at sales. Yep, yep. Yeah. And you that's know, also I, a dying skill. Like the you're great at interaction and having people skills. Like that's a dying skill. That is, is a very story. that's a very valued skill to have. You know what I mean? And you Thank having you. that is a huge skill that not a lot of people like you know, like there's a ton of people, like say if you have five people, they're all equally qualified the same, right? But one of the five people is personable and you could talk to and isn't like yes. a, like aloof, you know what I mean? Like that guy's going to be the one you want to pick and it makes no, the right. difference, you know? It's, and also it, like the people you work with, they appreciate you being that way because maybe their day sucks, but they come in and, oh, Vinny's yeah. here. All right, I can chat with Vinny. Like, you're yeah. changing people's days every time you're working. And there's something to be said about that. Like, you are bringing, like, like you know, someone's coming in. His wife's a pain in the ass at home. His boss is a <laughs> dick at work. His kids are driving wow. nuts. Yeah. But he yeah. can go to the deli when he's picking up dinner, and he can talk for 10 minutes about something other than all that yeah, shitty no, stuff. Like, true, you're, do- it's you're providing yeah. that. That's a service. You know what I mean? No, like, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And again, I don't ever want to get ahead of myself and think I'm doing more than what I'm doing. Cause again, at the end of the day, you're not doing, you're, you're thinking you're doing less than what you're doing and you're doing a lot more than, than people give you credit for because of like a stigma of, Oh, he works at a, de- it's, yeah, it's not no, the real that. job. Yeah, you're no, doing I, more for yeah. people at your job than you ever did at a fucking real estate job. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. I appreciate that. And that's the fucking truth, man. You know, I, 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 like I said, I, I'm just so lucky and blessed to be able to do this and, and pay my bills. And, and again, like I said, it doesn't feel like work. I yeah. get to be around people. Yeah. I get to see people. I get to just shoot the shit and, and have fun. The, the one thing that puts it into perspective is, is just to speaking to your point is like when I'll randomly have like a day off, like a Monday or a Thursday, like a weekday. And then like, it doesn't occur to me, but until like maybe like 72 hours goes by and either like a text message or two, or I see someone the next day, like, I didn't see you this day. Where were you? And it's like, yeah, you, you, you yeah. forget how many people you really see day to day. If you're not there, like, yo, if, if Johnny from down yeah. the street comes in and you're not there, he wants to know. He'd be like, yo, yeah. I came in. You weren't here. What the hell's going on? Like, it, I had a you know what? Like, that shows what, but he cares because he's, his first no, right. is like, fuck, is Vinny all right? What the hell yeah, happened? Right. You no, know, I, like, yeah, that's, dude, like, you wouldn't get that anywhere else, man. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's to be that's like, the thing, our economy, there's, there's a lot of cogs that make our economy work. You know what I mean? And you found a, uh, a cog that you enjoy. And, and that's what it's yeah. all about, you know? But it just is like a finding service. something that it you is like. It's a service you provide. No, it is. Oh, yeah, it's a service. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. I don't, yeah, I got, I got very lucky. Like I said, like, I, but I you feel provide like I'm really it to lucky. society. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's lucky, but it's also like, you're fit that job. Like, we're talking with you now. You're very personable. You're very easy to talk to. Dude, I met you at Graham's, never having met you before, and knew right away, like, this fucking guy's all right. We're going to hit it <laughs> off. You know what I mean? Like, I just love you. I just love people, man. I love, I, I want everyone I ever meet to ever, like, ever to just feel included. I never want people to feel like that. <laughs> that's a, but that's I, a great I, 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 I could, Yeah, it is. I, I, you know, because you never know how someone feels. Like, someone more might just want to People should be that way, man. More people should yeah. be that way. And, you know, I know it's fucking. Yeah, you never know what people but, are going so. through. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, for real. So let's keep it moving. So uh, you're, you're, you're at the real estate, but you got, you get engaged. I remember when that happened and then you got a job at a recruiting firm, right? Or your job in recruiting, you're working there, but then something happened. A miracle. (laughs) Some people would say, 
something that uh, yeah. changed the world. This is a true uh, story. No, no one's ever going to believe me when I, I yeah. tell them or explain this. So go, go. Uh, so you're at this job. And like we had said, you're not loving the job you're at. And no, yeah, the money's okay, but it's not worth your happiness. And then yes, something sir. happens where it makes you change your life. And go ahead. Tell us what happened and how it happened and everything like that. Uh, long story short, I, I, I'm doing the job for about a year, almost grinding myself into the ground. Again, I'm a hustler. I, I'll work. Yeah. It's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Long story short, we'll fast forward to, to the you know the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz gets hurt. He tears his ACL against the Rams, uh, and they have an 11-2 season, yeah. MVP year. Yeah. Lighty and not again, season ticket holder. That was a road game. I'm at oh. I'm at um, the Knights of Columbus in Glenside with all my good friends, eating at my buddy's father's rib off. Yeah. Shoving my face in ribs. Wow, we're, we're all betting the Eagles. We're all going to win some money. Yeah. Next thing you know, Carson Wentz gets hurt. Tears. Like, I'm, 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 I'm on the verge of tears. The season's over. My life's yeah. over. Yeah. I mean, or it's can't, or one shot. Yeah. Yeah. I hate my job. You know what I mean? <laughs> next, thing, next thing you know, this, this dude, Nick Foles, comes around like. The big you know, swinging all, dick himself. Yeah, that's him, bro. Let me tell you something. <laughs> like, he comes around. <laughs> he knocks off New York. He knocks off Oakland in yeah. an ugly game Christmas Day. Hey, and we, we, roll, we roll into the postseason. I remember, like, starting to feel some confidence because, like, the Eagles have been such a big part of my life. He did have the best offensive line in football at the time. I will yeah, say it's that. It's so surprising he was able to get out, out on bail after dick slapping so many people on the way in. You're like, well, there's got to – he's got to go to jail for this. Yeah. Is it, is, That's did a you deadly ever hear, weapon. Did you ever – dude, I'll tell you what. One thing that we lost – sorry to get in, in the middle of your story, but the one thing that no, I ahead, think the Eagles lost after we won the Super Bowl is getting rid of, like, Garrett Blunt. I think that affected us oh, like, yeah. more than people know. Oh, yeah. And But the one thing, like, Garrett Blunt said – of the two, the one thing like Garrett Blunt said, and one thing Travis Kelsey or Jason Kelsey said is like Garrett Blunt was like, "Look, I'm not intimidated by any man, but I showered with Nick Foles one time, and I'm never gonna do it again." <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the Kelsey dude, Jay, I met Jason Kelsey a bunch of times. He used to come into the Pub Pen Valley, really nice dude. A lot leaner yeah. in person. He like he looks like he has a gut on TV. Yeah. He doesn't have a gut in person. The dude's yoked. No, he's yeah. like six three, total stud. And he's in there and like I'm talking. And he's his saying was the best when they were talking about playing in the Super Bowl. He said that yeah, Tom Brady. Uh, he ha- he only has two arms. Nick Foles has three. <laughs> so so all right so anyway so let me set the table again for you Vin. you're you're at working at a job you don't love you're engaged so you're going through wedding planning which for men fucking sucks i'm not gonna deny yeah. it. it was fucking yeah. awful it's fucking uh, it's torture. Brutal. and yeah. then and then but you're so carson west gets injured everyone's like fuck this is we were the best team in football at this time but then all of a sudden big big swing and dick nicky comes in he knocks off he knocks off the he fucking Oakland and uh New York and uh, not New York then Oakland sorry then we make it to the playoffs right we have a first round we're the number one seed first round bye and then yes, what happens so go into I'm, it because I'm, yeah. I was I was at the the Falcons game you were at the Falcons game I was at the Falcons game yes, sir. Oh, I'm there. yeah man. unbelievable 15 15 10 I believe the score was which let, let's yeah. you know let's not I'm speaking of blunt that that oh, going for it on fourth down with blunt a lot of people forget that <laughs> yeah Doug, Doug P doing Doug P things going yeah. you know going for the throat and, and find a way to win the game 
Dude. The uh, unfortunately we're in the corner of the end zone, so the, the Jalen Mills Julio Jones plays at the opposite end, oh. which we hate to do, but you had to you had to use the screen to watch. Yeah. I mean, yep. me and my brothers, it was me, my three brothers, and my cousin. We've been to every game together. We've been going to games since we were yeah. this big. Yeah. Um, my grandmother had season tickets since Franklin Field, Jeez. and right. two of my brothers couldn't even watch. Like they're you know their heads buried. Next thing you know, we win this game. And obviously, that's when everyone remembers the dog mask coming out. We're down at the yeah. stadium, and you, you, yeah. see, you see Lane Johnson and Chris Long come out with the dog mask. You're like, everyone, everyone had this, like, this weird ass feeling. Like, yo, I don't know, I don't know what we're feeling, but we'll, yeah. the way we felt at three o'clock this afternoon, like we didn't even have a chance with Foles. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Something, something special is happening. Next thing yeah. you know, you fast forward to a week, and we're in the same seats. We, we, yeah. the four of us, we had four yeah. season tickets, and there was five of us, and we all always agreed, me, my three brothers, and my cousin, if we ever, if we ever get this far. We're all going to chip in and buy a standing room ticket, and we're going to bring that standing room ticket down to our, our row. Fast forward to like that Friday, standing room was like a thousand dollars. We put our oh. money where our mouth is, or the five of us chip in for the fifth standing room ticket. No man gets left behind. Uh, it's the greatest memory ever. Yeah. We 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 bring the fifth ticket. The five of us go stand in four seats because no one sat. We never got caught. No, the five of us. Yeah. Stand, the five of us stand in our four seats. I'm in my ravioli jersey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota goes down the field on a scripted drive and scores seven nothing. You know, I, everyone yeah. wants to just take the yeah, razor blade out. Case Keenum, fucking, he's yeah. so good. That fucking. And then, sad. then he yeah, throws a pick six, baby. That's it. Yeah, he throws the P, he throws the P Rob pick six, which is the most, in my opinion. You know, I've been going to games for years. I've been at the link in so many different situations, and you could talk about the 04 Atlanta yeah. Falcons game. Yeah. Yo, P Rob, the P Rob pick six is, in my opinion, yo, it's the most wow. iconic play in the link. In Lincoln, you knew Park. they were winning. You yeah. knew they were winning. That, that game he was over. Back to the crib. I swear on my mother. I swear to God, the concrete floor was shaken. No one, oh, not everyone, believed it that. It was nuts. It was Dude, floor, when, my well, floor, even the week shaken. before, even the week before, when Julio Jones missed the pass in the back of the yeah. end zone, the place was uh-huh. rocking. That whole game, the whole game, it was rocking. And I remember after the Falcons game, I went to the Killers concert afterwards, and I could mm-hmm. barely and I could barely fucking talk because I was screaming the whole time. And then yeah. at the at the Vikings game, me and asshole are there, and every time the like our section, we had found out that our section had more season ticket holders in it than any other section in the stadium, which was nice. And also, it had the most fights <laughs> in the <Nice>. stadium. <laughs> people were, like people were getting rowdy. Our section was awesome, though. I loved our section. But so what we would do was after every touchdown, uh, t- asshole would sit on my shoulders, and we would go to the bottom of our section, and we would lead our section in the Eagles song, right yeah, in the fight great. song. But dude, and it was like, dude, I almost dropped him. Like, yeah, it was so fucking. <laughs> it, I was so hammered. I was so. It was the best though. So okay. So then after that, we have a week break. I went to the Royal Rumble in that week break in Philadelphia. FYI, best month of my life. That's including <laughs> being married and having a kid. Sorry, just fucking saying. Yeah, this, say, dude, went to the divi- won the divisional round, went to the Killers concert afterwards. Next week, went to the NFC Championship, fucking smoked them, fucking wearing dog masks, singing the fight song 100 times, doing the thing. Next week, went to the Royal fucking Rumble in Philly, Shinsuke Nakamura wins the Royal Rumble. Fucking awesome, right? Ronda Rousey debuts in WWE. I know it's a fucking thing, but it was just, you know, I was there for that. So fucking go fuck yourself, right? And then the next week, what happens, man? 
Dude, I, I, it's so hard to believe. I, I only have like three Brandon Graham strip sack pictures upstairs. Uh, <laughs> long story short, we, you know, we, we, take, we take down the goat. We take down yeah. the empire. Yeah. And that's, that's the most beautiful thing about the Super Bowl, especially looking forward. Like we're almost four years removed, three years removed. Yeah. It, until this day, uh, yeah, a little bit over three years. The best part is it was New England. Like yeah. that to me, I'll die, I'll die knowing like, yo, we beat Brady and Belichick. The, yeah. Like, a Super Bowl is what we I wanted in all life. We, we beat, we beat them hard. in the best way, too. Like, yeah. you beat them yeah. with a trick play. You beat yeah. them with yeah. a strip sack. Like, yeah. every way yeah. you could beat them, you right. did it. We yeah. went it blow for blow. Fight. Yeah, we went blow for blow. Would you say this, too? Would you say this also? So, like, in 08, when the Phillies won the World Series, we beat Tampa Bay. And we won yeah. the World Series, and it was great. Fucking, but you the, next wish. Year, the next year we played the Yankees, and we lost. So yeah. there was that stigma. It's like, oh, they can beat the, the Rays, but when they go against one of the sure. big guns, they're not sure. good. Yeah. So, As if but, the Rays didn't make it through, yeah. you know, the Yankees and the Red Sox, but yeah. it's right. not the same. Like, you yeah. want to right. beat the you always remember, like, you I, always we, what, yeah. But as, like a, as a city, I think we wanted yeah. – no, we want to beat the best competition. Absolutely. And Matt, you know is, what it is? It, it, it's like, like, yeah, you know Buster Douglas knocked out Mike, Mike Tyson – but knocking out Buster Douglas is not the same thing as knocking out Mike Tyson. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like, even though yeah, he's the guy that beat the guy, you – Yeah. It's, uh, it's I almost like being, we caught him. Yeah. yeah. I remember being down there. It was, it was the tailgate of the century. And I'll say it was probably 70, 30, 80, 20. You had some guys – and, again, no no disrespect to the guys that felt this way. We had the TV on. The, everyone had TVs in the parking lot rooting for Jacksonville. And I swear to God, I was rooting for New England so hard. I was screaming it. I got different yep, snaps. Yep, yep. It is. I was saying as we were walking in when it was official that, that New England won, I wanted Brady. Like, you woke yeah. up that Sunday morning. You didn't want yeah. the Jaguars. Can you imagine beating the Blake Bortles and the yeah. Leonard Fournette? Yeah, yeah. 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 it'd, it'd be, be another non-Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, right. And then you know what? Like, I remember being in the parking lot, like, yelling it a thousand times. Like, give me Brady. Give me Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. They were in the midst of their second. It was a, I mean, the dynasty since they've been there, but it was their second yeah. real big dynasty. You know, they, they played in – three Super Bowls or they won three Super Bowls. And they cheated years. us on the first one. They cheated yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. They, they got us a couple of years back, Spygate. But, but like, but, but I mean, also you're right. We want to beat the best competition. I want to beat New England. I want yeah. New England. I, I, I wanted that. I didn't want can you imagine also being, to be oh, fair, uh Jacksonville's defense was fucking nasty. Oh, you know what I mean? Were, yeah, yeah, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have meant as much. And also, to be fair, it's the best Super Bowl game of all time. Is the best Super Bowl game. What. It's the best game what. there. I don't care if you're not a not an Eagles or a New England fan. As a game, that's a great Dude, fucking game. I, I got a I got a great friend who's like a Super Bowl junkie like myself, and and we both agree. I mean, it's it's top five, no doubt. It, it could be top three, like at least oh, in yeah. the last few years. I mean, there's a lot of real. There's been a couple good Super Bowls. I mean, the, that, if you if it like the Brady comeback against Atlanta is great. For yeah, the, it's great in the second half. You know? That's a great comeback. It's not a great game, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's not a that's great, great complete comeback. game. This was a yeah. great complete game. It had everything. It had the that's drama. The it yeah. had the trick plays. It had like the, the the you know it had the the young big dick Nick going against yeah. the old vet fucking Sweet yeah. Tommy. You know what I mean? Like, dude, yeah, and like Garrett good. Blunt again came up big with the intimidation. He was he would intimidate you with his running. You know, yeah, yeah. he had a he had a truck in that game. Yeah, winning the Super Bowl in New England the year before, like, and then being in being in Philly was long. That was pretty cool yeah. as well. So okay, so let's keep this moving. Enough smoking the Eagles' cock. We do that enough. Yeah, we so, did. We did. So the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Eagles win the Super Bowl like that Friday before the Super Bowl. So get this: like two weeks before, uh-huh. I, I didn't use any vacations. I was only about a year in. 
as soon as they beat Minnesota, actually, I, I'm not, I'm pretty sure it was the Friday before they played Minnesota. I requested what I would have thought would have been um, when the parade would be. I swear to God, two weeks later, I'm like, all right, well, I need that Monday off because I'm going to be on Broad Street till 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I need I need that Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever the parade day would be off. I yeah. swear to God, we're changing office space at the time. This is like the Friday. This is the Friday before the Super Bowl. The, the Thursday and Friday before the Super Bowl, I'm working from home um, because we were changing office space. So that Wednesday was the last day. It's like Wednesday of Super Bowl week. So they're giving me two days to work from home. And I know work from home in this in today's day and age in the last year and a half means something different. But you got to get it. If you work a Monday to Friday job and you get a work from home day, it's a day off. Right. And, and, you know, you're in sweatpants, whatever. It's a different right, right, right. You don't have to commute. Yeah. No, he tells me the Wednesday before we leave. He's like, listen, I can't approve your time off. The, the so-and-so from corporate's coming down for a new office space. I want everyone. I don't know what day he's coming. I need everyone in ch- like their chairs. Oh, when God. I'm like, so I'm like looking at this guy and he's an Eagles fan. He wasn't a bad guy. But I'm like looking at him like, nah, you know dude, what's like, going yeah, on. Yeah. I got, I got an Eagle tattoo on my back. If the Eagles win a Super Bowl, like I'm going, let, let, let's be real. So long story short, Eagles win a Super Bowl. I'm out till broad street, like 6am that night. I go into work that Monday cause I did what I had to do. Um, this guy had the guts to the next Tuesday to tell me, listen, like, I know you're really excited about the Eagles, but it, the Super Bowl's over with and done with. I need you to focus on work this week. And that, that was, that's what broke me. I was like, yeah, you know what? Nick uh, Foles just stood on the podium the night before. I was watching him and he says, if yeah. you're failing, you know, I, I forget the exact quote. I don't want to butcher it, but if you're failing, it's a good thing. It means you're growing, you're learning. And I remember thinking yeah. that, like, I hate this job. Nick Foles, a freaking backup who Jeff Fisher just called two years ago and said, I hope you land on your feet. Just won a freaking Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not driving by the deli one more night and thinking about like, yeah, hey, why don't I go do something I enjoy instead of trying to make a couple more bucks slaving away for this guy. Yeah. Um, so look, that was it. The, the Eagles, I swear to God, the Eagles kind of just pushed me to say, you know what? It sounds so corny, but no, Hey, dude, let's go. Do something I do. It was really Nick Foles. I was like, you know what? Let me, you know, I, I think everyone needs that inspiration, man. Yeah, that's a great yeah. thing, and it's a good and like it's awesome that you found that. You know, like yeah. I had but, I had another another job or two lined up, which I was thinking about quitting. But as soon yeah. as you told me that, I was like, I'm done. I had it's another sales not, goal. It's not worth your happiness, man. It's not. No, it's not. It's, it's not. not. And that's the thing. Worth I mean, your happiness. My buddy from the deli, the owner's son, reaches out because we always kept in touch. And at the time, I was in the middle of changing sales jobs, and I said, let me go have a beer with him and see. See if going back could actually be realistic. Did you have that beer at Graham's? We, yo, fun fact: we did have that beer at Graham's. I believe I was. Working. I believe I believe Matt Lavelle was the bartender. Yeah, that's a motherfucker. Yeah, that's a fun he came fact. in. I'm like, oh, what are you doing here? Huh? What are yeah, you doing? Just, yeah, and I think we polished off quite a few Rolling Rocks, and we just yeah, kind of shot sure. the shit. And said, like, sure. Beer I remember at the time, like, um, you know, if Nick Foles can win a championship, I, I can definitely sit down and think about how I can make it work. As yeah. a you know, at this time, Brilliant. I guess a twenty-six-year-old go do this job for a living if it's still yeah. if it's still work. Long story Dude, short, yeah. And three years I, have I, gone I, by, and you haven't worked yeah. a day. You haven't worked a three day. years. Yeah, three years have flown by. Yes. I haven't worked a day. I, I'm I'm in love with all the people I work with. They're they're great. They're family. They drive yeah. me nuts some days, and still, other yeah, other days are great people. Dude, no, I'll not, tell, for, not right. I'll tell you what. There's a as a com- There's a comedian. His name's Chris DiStefano, and I like him a lot. He's really funny. And he had told a story where, it, you know, I think it was like 2014 or something. He became what's called a headliner as a comedian where he like headlines the shows. And when you do that, you get like a higher pay grade. So he hasn't had to work at another place. And he's been able to work as a headliner, as a comedian and get paid and make a good living 
right? And he said, he's like, it doesn't feel, I haven't worked since then. Like every day yeah. is the weekend. He's like, it's the best day. He loves yeah. it. Like looks forward to waking up and stuff like that. I can't tell you the last time I looked forward to waking up, you know, like, like, you know, like, I mean, I get excited. Honestly, I like doing this. Like this, it gets, gets the engine revving. Pete, I think you're the same way where this is, oh, fun. Yeah. Yep, yep. but like there, you know, some other stuff you're like, fuck, I got to wake up today, you know, but yeah. I mean, it's better not waking up, but either way. So, uh, so you quit, you quit the job recruiting, you go back to TNF, which we discussed earlier, but then also, you're doing the picks. So I want you to talk about this and talk about I, like, we're going to have a link to all your platforms in the description of this episode for everybody listening. So make sure you check out the links in the description. It'll be on every, you know, every podcast platform and YouTube, but make sure you check it out. So give us a synopsis of what you got going on and where we can find you. Yeah. So uh, homemade picks is something I started with my brother when I was 20. Ah, shit, 21, 22. Homemade um, picks, right? Yeah, yeah home, homemade picks. Sitting in the bedroom, um, like the, the like a week or two after the Super Bowl of the 2012, the 2012 season. I think it was like uh, nine, the Niners Ravens Super Bowl. We're sitting there, and it's that it's that downtime of the year. Yeah. Um, I've been involved Niners, in sports. Ravens Super Bowl, like the blackout. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, the Colin Kaepernick Super Bowl. I lost a lot of money on Ka- Kaepernick back then, but yeah. I, I was a huge believer, huge huge believer. I thought yeah. he was reinventing the wheel. Yeah. Long story short, it's it's February, right? So what are you looking for? You're looking for like hockey picks. You're looking for basketball picks. You're looking for yeah. college hoop picks. And I'm surfing the web. I'm doing the normal bullshit. And I look at my brother and I was like, look at some of these guys. Like there's no personality. Yeah. They're not having fun with it. I was yeah. like, I could make, I could, I, I was like, I could make one of these videos right now and have some fun with it. And yeah. he's like, I'm bored. I got nothing to do. I swear to God. We take our, we go downstairs. We, I, I put on a suit. My, <laughs> nickname's, my nickname's Ravioli. Shout out to where this is when Joey worked across the street from TNF at the restaurant Maria's, and he worked with a, a, a good friend of his who was I don't think he works there any longer. He nicknamed Joey Joey Privalone because his brother Vinny Ravioli was across the street at the deli. Joey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, yeah, shout out to this guy. He he nicknamed him. We found him on Ridgeland, and I gave him a ride home, and we were driving the car. He's like, "This is Joey Privalone," and Joey tells him how much how I eat ravioli, how I eat thirty nine. He's like, "I'm going to call you Vinny Ravioli," and then the rest stuck. I look at Joey. I was like, "I think that's our name." We make a video. We make a quick two-minute video of me just shooting the shit, playing darts, giving out hockey picks, and people loved it. And then yeah. we we had more fun again. You know, just in our own mind, we we're legends for the neighborhood. Yeah, man, like, man. Videos and still no, it's I've videos. seen it and it's phenomenal. And everyone yeah, and then, that's on here is gonna see it and they're gonna love yeah, it. We had fun with it. And you know what happened was I graduated college and I got a real job, as you guess you could say. And I stopped doing it because I had to clean up like my Twitter <laughs> and my social. I'm yeah, like people can't be us. No, the day I swear to God, the day I quit my job and went back to TNF, I called my brother. I'm like, listen, like this summer we're gonna ramp it up. And we did 2018. You know, we got the, the HMP backdrop. We started like making some legit videos. We started having yeah. fun with it, doing some analysis, doing some Monday yeah, morning. Yeah, recap. yeah, real stuff. And, and you know, again, it's not as big as we want it to be. We want it to be this big, but we're still here. Um, but we it's love right. it. Like, dude, it, it, dude. you'd be amazed if I could tell you how many people it's I'd a good be talking to. Yeah, we, we, the network we've created, like the different people that just gambling enthusiasts to friends, to family that reach out to me every Sunday when football's on about yeah. whether the picks are great, the picks suck, the picks are fun, the video was good, the video was bad. It has brought in so many people together with us. Yeah. Joey and I, we just, we enjoy every second of it and Dude, we hope to make it something bigger someday. But for now, Yo, I'm I'm shooting shit in the deli and, and people uh, come in and they, they say they enjoy the video. So I'm going to keep doing well, it. Dude, also, dude, that's the best thing too. And I want to say this. So when you were working the office job and we'll say it, you, had, you were stress eating and you were upset yeah. and all that stuff. 
you've lost 85 pounds since Ooh. leaving yeah. that job. So the Eagles yeah. win the Super Bowl. You get married. You lose 85 pounds. You work at a job you like. You start pr- producing content or you continue to produce content yeah. that you yeah. love doing. Right. Love and it. like, dude, like you're living a happy, healthy life right now because yep, you yep. went with your gut. You went with your heart. And you did yeah, what yeah. you want to make you happy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, ha- that's the truth. Happiness is happy. Like, being happy is also like ha- ha- being healthy is part of being happy, I believe. And like you doing this, I think you leaving like that stressful job that you hated, that you didn't like waking up every day, that like you were looking for oh, happiness yeah. and like a snack or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're s- searching for happiness in the food, and that's kind of how you gain all that weight. But then you're able to kick it. You're able to work at a job that you love and produce the content that you like. Like, come on, man. Like, you can't, yeah, you can't no ask doubt. for better, man. And you you did that yourself. No one did it for you either. You know no, what I mean? No, so yeah, you no, a big shout out yeah. to you, like, accomplishing that because that's a major thing. Also, like, we're all married and our wives haven't killed us yet. So we should all get, like, a huge award for <laughs> no, that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Speaking of a huge shout out to my wife who just kind of, you know – just awesome like just you know imagine being my age right you, you just bought a house in Roxborough. you got pills right you got to have health insurance yeah. and all that shit yeah um you're stressed you're overweight you yeah. just got done partying for a couple days straight on a bender from, from yeah. the eagle and you, you sit her down and say listen like i'm, I'm having <laughs> i'm thinking I'm, i want to go slice cold cuts yeah and start making some gambling videos in my basement <laughs> my brother again and like you know, any any like really decent chick's gonna be like, dude, you're out of your mind. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm well, I know my wife would have left. Yeah, she looks at me, like, are you gonna, are you gonna be happier, right? Like, are you gonna be laughing again and be fun and, and be, you know, are, are you gonna enjoy enjoy yourself and, and enjoy what you're doing? I said, yeah. And she, I swear, to, I swear to God, she said, go do it. I was like, dude, man, what? honestly, that's yeah, a beautiful. Me yeah. out of there. That's yeah, a great. Like, that's yeah. uh, that yeah, that, yeah, that that's that's, awesome. that's love right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shout no, out to no her. Doubt. Shout out no to her. Doubt. Cause she's yeah. she, the money isn't worth her, her husband's happiness. That's true. Love, no, right? right. And I've met her. She's a great, beautiful, beautiful girl. Great girl. Dude. You, you really like, you definitely outkicked your coverage. We'll oh, say no that. <laughs> Big time. Big I think she hasn't killed me in my sleep. Like if I'm not alive right. when this thing airs, she probably finally killed me. Right. When I, was I mean, that's, that goes for all of us though. To be yeah. Honest. I'm very, yeah. I'm very lucky. I'm blessed. So There's, like we said, but uh, all right, so let's keep it moving then. So like we said, we'll have the link for all uh, all the links to homemade picks where you can watch them and, and catch up with Vinny and keep up with them on the socials and, and tell them how the picks were and everything like that. Uh, then I want to keep it moving. A couple more things. So uh, for those of us, for everyone listening, you can't see this, but Vinny's got a shirt on right now that says <laughs> normalize mayo on cheesecake. <laughs> You did, I, I didn't think you caught that, but yeah, that's the truth. So, Listen, I'm going to take a lot. Pete, 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 before you get into it, Pete, I know what you're going to say. We'll this just, is heated. Just, yeah. just, give, just, give me, just give us a second. Just give us well, a second. Well, why don't you guys do what you guys got to do? You know I feel about mayonnaise, but so I'm do. just going to – I'm going to leave this on – I'm not even going to comment. This is all you yeah. guys. This is all, so, I'm a non-mayo world, so I'm not even going to – This is touchy. All, all Go you. ahead. I'm but, ready. I'm prepared. So, okay. So we've discussed how you're a cheesecake or cheesesteak connoisseur. We talked about, and you and Pete agreed on the best cheese. He's got John Joe's pork. He knows what he's talking about. He is a man of the people. He knows the cheesesteaks. So I myself have had mayo on a cheesesteak. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm fine with it. I do mayo, ketchup. Dude, and a a cheesesteak hoagie? 
a fucking cheesesteak coke that on, babe. Come on, throw yeah. them all on there, you know. But Pete, um, Mayo, your thoughts? <laughs> Let me put it this way: like I support Michael Vick in his rehab, but I don't support him killing dogs, and that's what I feel like you're doing with mayonnaise on a goddamn cheesesteak. <laughs> you are dog killers. That is good. That is good. <laughs> I get it. Yo, I was in a yo. So I, I would agree. A couple years ago, I would thousand percent agree. I just listen. I'm wearing this shirt for a couple reasons. It's totally stigmatized. If you talked to me five years ago, I would agree. It's totally like mayo. Jesus Christ! Hold on, Pete. Right. Okay. You support I, I, you support dogs. I.e., you support cheesesteaks, but you don't support dog fighting. And abusing dogs. <laughs> so what you're saying is that by putting mayo on a cheesesteak, we're abusing cheesesteaks. You are. Like I <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. You haven't learned. Like you know what I mean? It's you a cultural what you thing. Do. You haven't learned what you're what's good and what's bad. You know what I mean? Like I I understand. Sure. Sure. <laughs> some well, some people are raised is, different. They're raised differently. Like, you know, some people are raised to it. Go ahead. Like some people love their mothers and some people just want to beat their children into a pulp. You know what I mean? What side are you on? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not here to judge. (laughs) One or the other. Are you a maniac or are you an angel? The mayo thing is something that I found myself, my brother, again, we love cheesesteaks. Yo, I'm Italian too. So we're like, we have like a lot of rules. You know, we got a lot of food rules, like hoagie, steak, the kinds of pasta go with it. Like, we have so many rules. That's the thing. Like, I think that really grinds people up when they see an Italian guy say, yeah, put mayo on a steak. Because we're the the first to jump down your throat when you do something incorrect in our eyes. Putting ketchup on your pasta. I I fought it for as long as I could. And I I, I realized how, how truly, how good it is. Like, Certain cheesesteaks, like a Della Sanders or a Chubby's, where it's a nice greasy Philly steak, not a John's, yeah, maybe not a Mama's, but like or a Jim's or a or a Steve's. You're talking like this greasy, sloppy steak when you're like drinking or you're hungover. Yo, the mayo is so good on it. We're all that people are so scared. A lot of people don't have the guts to come out and say how good this truly is. They right. don't. They don't want it. They don't want right. to be the. They don't want we're to all, be. Uh, they don't want to go. They're, they're, yeah, they're really. It's really. They're afraid. They're afraid, they're afraid. to speak out. They're afraid. They're afraid. You know you know, so they're kind of like. <laughs> I know that so really. So really, you're you're kind of like the uh, God. I'm trying to be light for everybody. I'm trying. Well, Look, I, I I I have you, to explain this to Vinny because I have some trauma here. So I have to explain food rape to him. Sure. So I am disgusted by mayonnaise. Mayonnaise just creeps me uh, out all the time. Right. But my wife, who is Italian, last name last name Scuderi, sure. feels like I should be eating mayonnaise for whatever reason. Right. And uh, she likes to put mayonnaise on things. Yeah, like oh. she's like, Oh, I'm making new grilled cheese. I'm like, Are you using butter? She's like, Oh yeah, but she uses mayonnaise. Oh. And then I'm like, Oh, you're you're trying to put something in my body. That's rape. You are raping me right now by putting something <laughs> yeah. in my body I do not like. I mean, yeah, the I mean, no comment. In case someone's listening, have a looser definition. So when you're telling me about your goddamn mayonnaise cheesesteaks, you're a yeah. rape apologist, you son of wow. a bitch. So it's really like, like the mayo on the cheesesteak is kind of like similar to the Me Too movement, where you're afraid yeah. to speak out about it because some people are just going to be 
They're re- that you're afraid what will happen. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Something. If you speak out about mayo on they your might, cheese steak. They might not think they might say, oh, you wanted the mayo. Or you want, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, exactly. you yeah, wanted, yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah, said you, you were would do the, the mayo. Oh, you're about the mayo. Yeah. You were okay with the mayo the first time. Why is it? Yeah. That was my problem. Oh, that just was... take a little lick. Just take a little licker. We'll see how it tastes. <laughs> just ask for it on the side. You didn't really want it. Yeah. But that's the problem with it. Oh, with I the... just got it on your cheek just a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I can't get it off. You know what I mean? Like, I need, yeah. like, soap and water. Yeah. Yeah. It's stuck there now. You're permanently. Well, Pete, I'll tell you what. That is, uh, I mean... So I knew an I knew uh, an Italian lady that she didn't like her husband, so she would grind up glass and put it in the salt shaker. So her husband would put salt on every meal. She never used it. Eventually, her husband died, and yeah. uh, she's been through three other husbands since then. So, but either way, your wife she's she's trying to you know she's trying to orally rape you with food. She's trying Look, to food I'll, rape you. Let me you. put it this way. I will take the glass lady over the mayonnaise any second of any day. <laughs> like, that sweet release. Like, at least the glass lets you be free. The mayonnaise, I'm still here tasting it for days. Oh, my God. Oh, not my a thing. I'm not to, like, stop beating salt in my house. Like, maybe that's how she's going to kill me eventually. Like, my stomach. <laughs> my, my wife is just going to stab me. That's it. Yeah. She's not going to fuck around about it. She's yeah, going to yeah, be like, die. look. You made yeah. one too many stupid jokes. Here you go. You tried. You touched me one too many times. Here you go. You two, I agree. Like I always say, like the day like my wife like is going to kill me, whether she's standing in front of me with a gun or whatever. I wake up like you know, it's good fellows when she's got yep. like, a gun. Karen. Yeah. I'm not. Even, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even like ah, You know what? We had a good run. Like I knew it was yeah. coming. Like, I'm yeah. gonna be like, that surprise or anything. Right. And honestly, we deserve it. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I'm down here talking on a podcast while she's up there feeding and, and putting my baby to sleep. So yeah, she's a you know, I can yeah. see why she's a little miffed, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. But I do want to bring, before we go, I do want to bring up one thing. So, and I will say this, Pete, and you should hear this, Pete. So Vinny here, he did a blind cheesesteak taste test. Is that right? Oh, Vinny? A blind, a blind taste test with cheesesteaks. Is that right? Yeah. Who were the right, contestants? It was all. Oh, you, all... Did, you did a cheesesteak contest. You're thinking of. Yeah, but you did. But like you did a cheesesteak contest. But the way you didn't, you didn't t- say where the cheesesteaks were from before you. No, ate they knew. Them. It was, they knew it was delis. We, we, they, they. I, my two brothers and my good friend, they pounded three deli steaks, and the goal was who could get the three cheesesteaks down first. No. Oh. Well, there. I maybe it's I'm thinking something else, uh, but uh, I know that there was like a cheesesteak contest where they would buy someone would buy cheesesteaks, then you would put them out there and you would taste each one, right? But you wouldn't say where it was from. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And you would vote I, on it to I see which one was the best. I'm sick. I'm sick of like the Deli's Chubby's rivalry in yeah. Rockford. I'm sick of it. Like, I, there's a lot of people who like they buy in the brands or they, they yeah, hate on exactly. them. Exactly. I want them to keep their, their blindfold on Correct. and eat, eat a, yeah. a deli cheesesteak. And, and give it an accurate answer. And, and it's an it a- yeah. yeah, it's not like because some people are blind loyalty saying like, well, this is the best because right. it's this. So, right. Or exactly. now people are turning on a place because it's impossible to get a steak, which I have my own issues with. We've all heard of, hey, we all have, hey, man, we all have our problems, guys. We all have our issues, babe. Look, know? I tried to get John's roast pork like twice in the last month and I couldn't get it. So I understand oh, the aggravation. Yeah. 
Yeah. They've gotten, they've gotten better over the years. I remember a couple of years ago, it was like eight to two, Monday through Friday. That was it. It's like, yeah. well, now it is just like you have to call in beforehand because of the uh, whole, like, yeah. but they only yeah. have one phone line. So you're just like on there like five times and it, yeah, it, it's, it's just brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. And you're so, like, but get, before we get off topic, you had a blind taste test of cheesesteaks and like you didn't know where they were from to keep the, keep the judging like accurate. Can you tell us who won that blind taste test? I I don't know if you want to know. I never did that. I oh. never that was the contest. Oh well, Graham's won. So Graham's bubbling. Oh yeah. Graham's Graham, won that. Graham's so, won it. I like Graham's cheese steaks. Yeah. Yeah, they're decent. I'm, I'm a, hey, as a bar steak, it's a good bar steak. It's a good it's a bar. Look, at the end of the day, the cheese steak is an easy sandwich to make. If you fuck up a cheese steak, it's because you fucked up. Right. Yeah, Don't blame it on the yeah. steak or the roll or the customer. You fucked up. Yeah. Speaking of Henry James, the same idea as Graham's. Like if you use Conti rolls, just don't use absolute dog shit for me. And yeah. you're in, you're already yeah. you, know, you got a good roll, right? And it's yeah. hot. You're you're already yeah. in good shape. Like yeah. that's it for the panel. Yeah. What do you guys think of a toasted roll? I'm in all right with it. Yeah. Cheese steak? No, I'm, that's just me. Put put it on a fresh roll. So you, but like you want it because you want the, because the toasted roll, the bread, like the grease won't soak in is enough and it'll still be kind of harder. Whereas like a not toasted roll, the bread is kind of forming around the cheesesteak, so to speak. I see. Yeah, that's the The toasted roll just reminds me of like the Quizno commercials or the Subway commercials. Well, yeah, then a good cheesesteak, it doesn't matter because the the juice is going to soak through it no matter what. So really, you don't want a toasted roll, you want a hearty roll. Like that's what she, like, well, I, I guess it all depends. Like, I'm I, like I love the amoroso and all that, but that's why I like John's roast pork is because the roll is so hard it doesn't matter. It, right. can't, it can't go through it. Yeah, yeah there's levels, but at the like same John, time, John's roast pork starts, you know it has like that sarcones roll. Like Mama's has the yep, kind yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm yep. not a big amoroso guy because you go down the you go down the chubby's around uh, Dallas Andrews at the yep. soft amoroso roll. It yeah. goes with their cheesesteak. It's a yeah. sloppy exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well. Like, it does, uh, it, it, it's, it's all, all it's roll goes with it. Different uh different different uh, taste for different folks. You know, yeah. it's, it's always there. Yeah, I each will, their own. Yeah, and you know that's how it goes. How about this though? Uh, specialty breads at Marciano's. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh yeah, their cheesesteak bread, cheesesteak specialty bread. Fucking forget about it. Yeah, that's yeah. winning a taste test every time. I'll tell yeah. you that. That shit is so good. We saw frozen ones because I don't know if you understand how popular and how they're so um, big. The demand for Marciano's has become insane. Like to go yeah. down there and get it and park. So places like TNF, they got a couple of the spots where like they just drop them all frozen. Yeah. And if you're smart, if you don't go home like an impatient idiot and just throw it right in the oven, if you're smart and you thaw it out in your counter, yeah. You're, if you're patient and then bake it that way, it's just as good as as it's it is fresh. It's, it's so it's so good. We we sell we sell tons of them. I mean the the cheese. Do you guys have food. the? Do you guys do pierogies from Progy Kitchen at TNF? We do. Too? We do. That's uh, beautiful enough, enough. Like we we take a uh, little bit of each from the neighborhood. We're like, yo, Rogi Kitchen oh. is so good. And yeah, Matt Progy yeah. Kitchen also does stocks pound cakes. They do, do. They really? They do. They do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what, if you don't want to take the drive all the way down Port Richmond, they'll they'll hook you up with a stocks pound cake. Oh, yes. Shit. We got I everything got, in Port I, Richmond. You just got to eat it the day of. Stocks is yeah. like day one, the best cake you ever had. Day two, yeah. you don't you don't even want to. Uh, there's it. a there's a bakery in Chestnut <laughs> Hill that I went to a couple weeks ago that apparently has the best strawberry shortcake in the state of Pennsylvania. It's Bread and Beck's. Bread and Beck's baked oh, bread yeah. and Beck's. But yeah, they got apparently they have the best strawberry shortcake in the state of Pennsylvania. It was pretty damn good. So 
All right. So I want to, we, we've, we've been through it all. This has been a hell of an episode, Vinny. We kind of went off on a tangent at the end there. Might not keep it, but this has been a hell of an episode, man. I tell you what, we had circled this on the calendar. We were so excited to have you on. Really looking forward to this. Really just kind of just expanding like our, 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 our thoughts on entertainment is entertainment should be like ice cream. There's not just one good flavor of ice cream. There's a million good flavors. Same thing with entertainment. We want to provide everything as far as entertainment-wise, and you were able to deliver, and you're, you're awesome tonight. And Pete, I know we're usually on the same page with this, but Vinny, we would love to have you back on if you'd be willing to come oh, back yeah, on. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I, I, I love a Roxboro guy. Yeah. yeah. I'd be honored to come back on. We can We'd love it. to have you, for sure. I had a plan. This is awesome, awesome so, content. There's a lot of topics I want to yeah. cover with Vinny. Drinking at Daisy Field, uh, getting oh, caught underage at yeah. DJ and X. Uh, there's, uh, there's, we got all kinds of things going on. <laughs> so, well, 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 yeah, that's just living the life in Roxborough, for sure. But uh, So, okay, so I want to keep it moving. Uh, we're going to finish up the show here. Before we go, Vinny, is there anything you'd like to say to the dozens and dozens of Working Perspectives podcast listeners? Honestly, maybe you guys got me gassed up because you, you really complimented me about, you know, the job move. All I would you, say is you do, do something you enjoy. Um, not not that I haven't figured it out. I'm, I'm 29 and I, I, I still don't know what my career holds or what it's going to be. But you're not um, miserable. It, yeah, yeah. You know what? That Seriously, should be everyone's happy. number one goal. Don't be yeah. miserable. Your happiness isn't is, that's that's most important because you know then you're going to turn to the guy that, that that's miserable and hates himself and hates. Remember, yeah. this is what I'll say. This I'll, I'll cut it short. You get 168 hours a week. Um, 40 of them have to be at work, and a lot of us spend 10 hours commuting a week. So there's 50. You got to be asleep for 50 of them, and then the other 60, 65 or 68, you get to do with your friends or family. But back to that back to that 40 hour argument. You're asleep for 50 of them. A third of the time you're awake, you gotta be at you gotta be at work. So unless you're rich or unless you're you're really handsome, right? You gotta you gotta Pete's enjoy what you do. Really yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I don't get, I'm very handsome. I just don't get paid to look handsome. But you got long story short, you gotta you gotta you gotta go work for a living. Do something you enjoy because you know what? It's forty hours of your 168. Yeah. The other 128, you're gonna be miserable if you don't like yeah. those forty. So yeah. do something right. you enjoy and and be around people you love, and that's 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 all I got. Yeah. Couldn't have said him better, man. That's awesome. Party Boy Pete, Pants Party Pete, Magic Man McCormick, what do you got to say to the fans? To all the people uh, listening. Just, uh, yeah, party, uh, keep partying on, people. Uh, and I'll see you people. next week and, uh, and for the weekend popping. That's it, baby. That's it. All right. So this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. You can find us on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. And you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show and go through the approval process like you're supposed to with the PAAA and not pirate a show, if you want to be approved by the PAAA to be on the show, then hit us up at workingrespectives at gmail.com. Uh, other than that, I'm Matt Lavelle. He's Party Boy Pete McCormick. That was Vinny Ravioli, Vincent Traveline. This has been another episode of the Working Spectres Podcast. Working Spectres Podcast. Stick around for the ad read. All right. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? 
Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, E is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.